Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raisin Grace Studios. Working on a Saturday night, so you guys better enjoy this shit. I should be out drinking, having a good time, but instead I'm entertaining you fuckers right now. And this show is brought to you by Derm Dude. Hit them up for all your beard, body, and tattoo needs. Gridiron Coffee, Two Pilots Distillery, Nobles Networking, our management company, Red Circle. And hey, coming up January the 25th, Nashville, Tennessee at Nashville Palace, Project Canine Hero. Please come out, support the dogs that have served this country. It's a great organization, a national organization. Shout out to Jason Johnson for having us. If you don't need any other reason to why to come to that besides for you're helping out service dogs, uh, Miss 2021, Miss Tennessee is going to be there. And if you want to watch me make an ass out of myself and try to outkick my coverage, then come on out. Uh, today, I'm excited about a guest. I'm always excited about a guest, but I'm extra excited about this one. Uh, y'all might know her as, uh, is it and a bottle of wine on TikTok? It's and a bottle of wine. And yep. a bottle of wine. I meant to put that down a while ago, but Miss and a bottle of wine. I'm going to have to call you Miss Kim for this because I, I can't stretch that shit out the whole time. <laughs> That's fine. But uh, I'm very excited to have you on the show. This is uh, probably the fifth time I've probably reached out to you. Um, I, I'm excited too. I think everything that's worth anything in life is worth the wait. So, uh, absolutely, <laughs> a- absolutely. Um, kind of tell everybody your social media handles real fast, and uh, you know how you got to be in the best way possible. You remind me of the nosiest neighbor ever, and uh, but the well-informed nosy neighbor. Mm-hmm. Well, um, like you said, I'm and a bottle of wine on TikTok, and and a bottle of wine official and it's spelled wrong because someone stole like you know like most people do my handles so it's just one eye and official on instagram um yeah you kind of pretty much sum me up i'm the nosy neighbor that just but nosy but the most honest neighbor you would want to have like i'm the best friend that's going to tell you you look fat in your jeans but i'm also going to call out your boyfriend for cheating on you so you know I think people gravitate toward the not popular opinion, somebody they can turn to, to like look at things from a different perspective, especially when it's none of their damn business. And I know it's none of my damn business, but I'm going to put it, <laughs> put my nose in it anyway. So yeah, I've, I've, I've made a huge following by having an opinion, you know, uh, growing up, my dad said that sticking my nose in other people's business would never pay off. And pretty much um, he was a liar. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're my spirit animal. I want you to know that. <laughs> I, I, I think the same thing about you. <laughs> I sat there and I was looking at your Instagram while ago and uh, I saw your link tree on it. So I clicked on it to see, you know, what was in there and uh, where it says, what is it? The the princess or the queen of Pettyville <laughs> and uh, truth teller. I was like, this is my lady. I, call- I know, like it's it's um when I when I went like viral overnight a year ago actually it's almost been a year and like a week um i was dubbed the queen of petty and they started a whole facebook group called pettyville it's pettyville usa and i'm basically like their leader and it's a it's the best cult imaginable and so they have like a whole group for me so it's, it's amazing it's really uh, amazing you got to put me in there because i call myself captain petty all the time or tom petty or richard petty yeah i'm yeah, a very 
I'm a petty, petty motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Same. It, it's how I live my life happily. Um, but no, uh, yeah, I think I originally reached out to you about the the police officer guy. Uh, folks Jason Coyer. Yeah, I don't even know fucking none of that story, but that's over and gone with. So who gives a shit? Yeah, done, uh, done. Hey, I don't. I I could care less about that guy. I didn't end up being really fucking anything. But what no. has what has blew up? And uh, I have just been in awe that I've even paid attention to this shit. And I can't believe we're finna talk about this on the show. All <laughs> ladies listening, I want you to know I know my audience is eighty percent women. This mm-hmm. show is probably fucking for you guys. Guys, we're talking about Britney Spears, and uh, we're starting off talking about Britney Spears, so fucking run now, fellas. Go watch some football or something. Uh, good God. Uh, They're going to stay and listen. Everyone, you I, you say Britney Spears, and I swear everyone stops what they're doing you to know, listen. Britney Spears reminds me of this girl's ass that I went to high school with. <laughs> And God bless her soul, because I don't think she's around anymore. But this girl used to have such a big ass. that It was like a train wreck when you walked past it. It was like, you know, you're not supposed to be looking at it, but you can't mm-hmm. not look at it. Like, it, it's, it really a, is true. It's, a, it's a train wreck. And it's Britney true. Spears in every way, shape and form. I've watched the documentaries on the conservatorship um, and I've been blown away by it. And I've been blown it's, away. It's crazy. And I've been blown away by these people that are like free Britney and all this other stuff. If they don't realize what bat shit crazy is and why she didn't need to be like took off the conservatorship, then they're dumbasses. I I can agree with you to a point. I don't think that any other human being, whether it's family, a business partner, a manager, a team should ever be in such control of another human being that can talk, walk, think, you know, despite their whatever mental issues they have, um, the links that this can, I don't think anyone really knew how deep this conservatorship reached in her life until these documentaries came out, you know, everything from, you know, sterilizing her to, you know, uh, like against her will, um, saying she had dementia, but then forcing her to work. And, you know, I've said this, you know, on my platform, what person do you know that serving, you know, that suffering with dementia today is forced to still carry a job. Joe Biden. For her- <laughs> I knew that was coming. You, you I fucking put that, that on a tee. You put right, that on a fucking right. tee for me. You're I right. couldn't I help it. I walked right into that. But, you know, it really isn't fair to profit in such a large way by, you know, on, on one hand out of your mouth saying this person is incapable of doing anything, you know, even wiping her ass, she had to have permission. And then, but then saying, but we're going to push you and push you to work, you know, and, and, and her laying and, and doing therapy seven days a week for 10 to 12 hours a day. Like I couldn't even imagine, you know, the depths of hell that you could come out of my body. If you made me talk to somebody for 10 to 12 hours a day, like I, would, I avoid my I phone. would hate everybody. You know, I would, I would fucking, I would, that would murder, drive me fucking crazy. Yeah, I would murder whoever I was in the room with. Uh, here's my theory on it. If you, it, you know how they said that there's documents that they won't release. Like there's mm-hmm. a co- couple of things. I think she tried to kill her kids. I think she had postpartum or something and she tried to kill her kids. I think that was where it started. And I think mm-hmm. the second thing is this is where I have argued with several women that has been in this studio. Mm-hmm. I think she's low IQ. 
I think she's, I think she's, and I don't mean like knocking her or anything, but Mm -hmm. how you, how you sit there and say, or how other people have said, like, you do have people that are very low IQ that their families have to take care of them the rest of their life. And they receive Mm -hmm. a check from the state or whatever. I think that Britney Spears is at one end of the spectrum to where she doesn't even know what she's doing half the time. And I think, I think think that's, that could be said today based off of the amount. I I do believe that there's repercussions to heavily medicating somebody for a lengthy period of time, because before, you know, when she first started, even in, you know, like before she had children and stuff like that, she was incredibly intelligent. She ran things like, I mean, I was very lucky enough to meet her family and, you know, and see a different side of things. And I'm from Louisiana. So, okay. um, I've, I've, I've had run-ins with people that they're close to. And for a long time, she did her, she ran an empire by her rules and her standards and it worked. Do I think that a large part of this was a demo, a, a slow train wreck of different stage of events? Yeah, I think I think for and if you go back and look at that time period, like in 99, 2000, a lot of these big pop stars, I mean, look at Amanda Bynes. I mean, they how many of them came out? okay? well, well, it's not it's not just the pop stars. There's like documentaries Mm -hmm. upon documentaries Mm -hmm. that children, if you are thrown into fame, like from between the I think it's 12 is usually when it starts 12 and Mm -hmm. up. Drew Barrymore used to snort cocaine when she was 13 Mm -hmm. years old. I mm-hmm. mean, you can't make a child live as an adult and think that it's not going to have repercussions. I mean, and then so, put them in this pedestal of being yeah. virginity, perfect, um, all pure and wholesome. And it's because yeah. if you think about it, what, what it started with was when Justin Timberlake, you know, went on the spree of slut shaming her, you know, like outing their have, sex ha- life. Have you watched that? Like the stuff on that? He kind of, mm-hmm. I have a problem with me. Yeah, I have a problem with men get their feelings hurt and that's how they lash out i've mm-hmm. never done that like i've took it on the chin but i mm-hmm. know guys i know real good friends that when they've got their feelings hurt that's how they lash out uh mm-hmm. it was very uncalled for by him but also he was telling the truth i mean you kind of got to admire the fact that he, he was, was telling his truth he was telling his truth do you have any doubt in your mind when they had them matching fucking blue jean <laughs> outfits on that they wasn't fucking <laughs> wearing a blue jean jacket today thank you i wear a lot of (laughs) denim i wear a lot of denim myself let me tell you if any lady is pairing up wearing denim outfits with me oh we know what each other looks like naked there's no i think next month we should definitely do this again but we should do it live and be completely head to toe in denim oh don't fucking tempt me with a good time i'm down for it let's just see what happens (laughs) yeah you go you go through my instagram there are many denim dan pictures i love the canadian tuxedo I love that shit. Uh, now, I Justin, but Justin Timberlake also, for all y'all ladies out there that are obsessed with Justin Timberlake's kind of a bitch. He's uh, a douche. He is kind of a bitch. And I did, I didn't, I like the kid, but I saw what he did to Janet Jackson. I just got done watching the Super Bowl documentary where the Janet, titty, look at what he's done to his own wife. I don't know what he's doing to his wife now. Oh my God. The, the, oh gosh, I can't think two years ago. Maybe a little bit more than that. His wife Jessica be, Alba, even, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he was Whoa. filming a movie in New Orleans and was, he was, well, he's always drunk, 
but like, I mean, piss drunk and he was all over his coaster. I mean, like he has a history of bad behavior. Look, this is something that, you know, women I'll give you, y'all aren't like men when it comes to this. There's no way I say it all the fucking time. There's no way I could have been Justin Timberlake. There's no way I could have been Tom Brady. There's no way I could have been Johnny Manziel or anybody. I know you give me that much money as a man. Men are designed from the time that we are born and we hit puberty. Every decision in our life revolves around what a woman like this. Am I going to get laid because of this decision? We don't care what we do in life as long as women like us. There's no way I could be. That's here. a true statement. I, I, look, I say the no same way. thing. Don't give me too much power. No, God, I, could, God made me mediocrely beautiful, but a shit ton of personality for a reason. Cause he same. knew that I could not handle the power. Same. That is why the good Lord did not give me a big pecker. I would wear jorts all the time. I'm telling you, you would never see me wearing underwear. It would be gray sweatpants with tip dangling everywhere I went. And you know what? It would just be proved that my dick was bigger than everybody else's. That's why Pedro's always looks sleepy. He's always tired. Can we just take a moment and thank the Lord up above that he didn't do that for us, you know, for all of America right now? I, I'm sure there has been several people <laughs> that have thought, thank the good Lord that they didn't. Um, but let's get let's get back to Britney before we start shit talking to everybody else. <laughs> I'm interested a lot about this Britney Spears shit. Um, so you so, go ahead. You go ahead. Because you're the Britney, no, I, you're the I, Britney they, expert. Huh, I am. Listen, I am. I am a Britney fan, not a Britney stan, because I think the biggest problem with the free Britney movement is that while they, I, I truly believe they did something good because I don't believe that someone should be under such heavy restriction. I just don't, you know, I, 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 I don't believe that people should profit off of your mental health. I just, I believe 100% that, you know, between her breakup from Justin I believe that, you know, the whole Kevin Federline thing, she got married quick, fast, in a hurry. What the Kids. fuck was that anyway? <sighs> was somebody, it was the early 2000s. I mean, I the don't, early 2000s. Like, you're we telling were all me, doing things we shouldn't have been doing. Probably. I was, I'm 34, so I wasn't doing too. I was still trying to grab ass at that point in time. Uh, <laughs> but you cannot tell me of all the men that Britney Spears, because Britney Spears is one of the most beautiful women that ever walked this mm -hmm. earth. She ended up with Kevin fucking Federline. Have you ever seen the episodes of her reality show with him? I didn't know she had a reality show. Oh, my. okay. So you really need to go on YouTube and what I think it's called chaotic. Yeah, it's called chaotic. It goes from the time that they met. Like it is a mother fucking train wreck. Like you oh, get yeah. a glimpse in the beginning of the end. Because she is, and they have a camcorder, and they're filming each other. Like, it is, there is just no words. Like, you really got the intimate, it was on um, that network, what was, UPN or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was oh, crazy. yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. I know what you're talking about. They would film each other from these small camcorders, and, like, they were, it was, it was a lot. From fights to, sex, like, everything. And you really... From that show is when a lot of people early on didn't like Kevin. Like they, he looked like a leech. Like he truly, you know. I, I had never heard his fucking name until it was associated with Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who the fuck Kevin Federline was. To this mm -hmm. day, if you held up a picture of him in front of me, I don't know what the fuck he looks like. 
like a 50 pound ver- um, heavier version of what he looked like in 2004. Don't pick on people gaining 50 pounds from 2004. <laughs> oh, now here, motherfucker. You better calm down with that shit. <laughs> we ain't. We, I'm just saying, we like, are not fat shaming. We are not fat shaming on this show. I, said, I am. I, I am said, part of the plus size like. community. I'm part of the plus. We don't like that talk. We're sensitive. I, I just am hope. the plus size community. What are you talking about? Air I can. <laughs> <laughs> I tell everybody from here up, I'm like a solid eight. From here down, I could just, I just have like extra cushion for the cold winter nights. You know, I, I, I promise you, we are thick women lovers over here. Anyway, <laughs> I ain't got a, I ain't got a problem with a skinny bitch in this world. I love y'all. Y'all all make certain things in my anatomy look bigger, but them plus size <laughs> ones, them plus size ones, they, they make everything feel better. Jesus. No, so you asked me what he looked like. That's what he looked like. I'm but to, I'm, he, I'm listening. he ended up getting custody of his, the kid. He has custody of both their boys. Too. Because she tried to kill him. Well, that's kind of where in the, with the whole thing with her sister, with that new accusation that came out that her sister said that in around that time of the, you know, him filing for divorce and filing for custody, you know, she claims Jamie Lynn claimed that Brittany, you know, put her and her sister in a bathroom and locked it and she had a knife because she was in a paranoid state. And a lot of Brittany's stands don't believe that is to be true. And I'm like, but it, the, the 35 plus community that has been there since 99 and 97. Yeah. It's, it's completely um, something that could be true. Because it's not the first time that it had happened. I mean, she was on a fifty-one fifty, I think, twice before she went yeah. to conservatorship. So yeah. it, it's one of those things that I don't think she may have tried to kill him. I, I disagree with you on there. Do I think that she got paranoid and thought that people were trying to take them and could have it could have appeared that way? One hundred percent. I think I think what it is, and you have to like read between the lines. I have a lawyer friend that uh, mm-hmm. I've talked to about some of the shit. One of the reasons why the documents never have to be released is because of juveniles involved. That's mm-hmm. that's one reason why of all the other stuff that they released, juvenile, you, you won't ever see those documents. Um, they're sealed. Mm-hmm. But if you kind of start puzzle piecing it together, I think that that's what happened. Uh, and it, and it might have been she was in a paranoid state. I don't I mean, she would have had to be. There was something clearly wrong. With right. It. There was clearly something wrong. But, yeah. but you, you live in Louisiana, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I live in Georgia. You know how hard it is for a mother in Georgia, and I've heard this is all over the South, mm-hmm. for your child to be – you could be a drug addict. You could be a piece of shit. But unless you've done some hellaciously bad shit, you do not get your kids took from you and given to the, the male in that situation. Very true. It, it's Very so, true. That it's is, not fair. It's, it's not. It's, it's, it's really not, not. But that is why I think that whatever – happen i think that she either assaulted the kids threatened the kids or something um or i don't know anything about the jamie lynn stuff that's something you're getting to educate me on in just a minute but i think that that's what happened i think that she there was potential harm to the children because of her i think her her behavior would have been the potential harm because i mean for a long time she was doing and then she was with people that you know were you know really perceived as because she had fired her manager and she went with this Sam Lufty guy who, you know, most people looked at as like a used is car that, salesman. Is that the Arab guy? 
Is which one's the he, Arab? He's yeah, Arab he looked. He, yeah, he he looked. Yeah, I don't know what. I'm not knocking fucking Arabs. If any no. of y'all want to come at me, by the way, I'm not. That's just what the fella looks like. He looks like no, he's Middle I, Eastern. I do think he has. I think he is a different nationality. I'm not a hundred percent, but yes. And then her, you know, her distant cousin was with her, and things became even more erratic. So, you know, I think everything, I think she didn't deal with postpartum depression. Well, I, I think that that's an agreement towards, I mean, pretty much anyone. Yeah. I think she does suffer from paranoia. I mean, things back then truly, I mean, I think that's why everyone agreed that this conservatorship back then made sense because I mean, she married fucking, bad. she married Kevin Federline. They all knew the bitch couldn't make a good decision. No. Yeah. I mean, obviously no. like it was, it was. And, and, and spending money and a plethora of other things. I mean, she was driving down the highway with her baby in the front seat. I mean, you add it up. There's, yeah. there's clearly something wrong. But I, I think the conservatorship started with the best of intentions. But I think truly, I think her father should have never. Looking at the, like the documentaries I've watched over the years that she's been a part of, like the MTV one where she was doing the circus album, the dynamic between her and her father was not well. Yeah. And she I, truly was not happy. I saw, and whatever clip they have in the documentary, the new one to where she, her father has her phone or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. I can't remember That's exactly. What I'm, yep. Yeah, yeah. When you see that one clip right there, there's no reason in the world why someone should be controlling your money or the things that you do just mm -hmm. by that one fucking clip. Mm -hmm. What's the name of the documentaries so I can like address or like tell people to fucking go watch? It's the 2020 documentaries. They're on Hulu. The it's F on Hulu. FX. It's like it's the FX it's, documentaries. Yeah. And there's one on Netflix too. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it, I, there, I mean, it was last year. I, I, I really, honestly, I can't remember. But at, at the end of the day, I get where. You know, back then, I think a lot of people were like, okay, her dad makes sense because you don't want an entity, a, a business, a manager to, I mean, you, we see it in movies, you know, not necessarily real life because you don't see a lot of these conservatorships, but, you know, in movies where people get a hold of your money and, and in a conservatorship, they own you. It's like, yeah. you're not a person anymore. You are a body that they run. Could you imagine that? I mean, hell, I mean, look at it now. It's in the wrong hands yeah. or was in the wrong hands. Yeah, I have um, a I have an account manager because I'm horrible with money, and but I don't mm -hmm. have I trust me I don't make Britney Spears money, but like <laughs> I I only reason I have my shit set up the way it is where I have an account manager is I'm bad about paying bills on time. It's just because mm -hmm. I have I have a million things going on. I forget. Mm -hmm. I get why people have that so they don't fuck up the credit or you know get mm -hmm. something repoed. But she was. But could you imagine having no. an account manager and being completely locked out of your accounts, and then that account Absolutely manager not. telling you when you'll, if you can see it or how much that's exactly what she lived Yeah. or, Hey, you're going to, you can't, you could have a woman in your life, but we're going to monitor it. And I, and I, I think what they try to do versus what they actually did were too very I, I get not wanting the wrong person in her life no. but it's her decision to make like if she decides to go bankrupt tomorrow whose business is that really yeah. it's well, hers I, I think that what they tried to do is what every parent tries to do when their kid mm -hmm. turns 16 i think that they tried to control 
it to where she did get around good people. I think that is how it initially started. But yeah. also, too, what has happened to every single 16-year-old girl when the parents put their foot down and said, this is the type of guy that we want you to date, they end up dating the complete opposite piece of shit that lives in a rundown house, looks like a drug dealer, mm-hmm. but he's a good time. That happens. Right. It, that's why everybody's got a first baby dad. That's, <laughs> that, that, that's where the fuck it comes from. And if you'd listen to your parents, you wouldn't have that little you know, crotch goblin running around. Those are a blessing. They are Those a ble- little crotch goblins. They a are a blessing. Hey, it may be for the guy who, you know, you never see again, but they are a blessing. <laughs> the, ki- the kids are a blessing, but when you have to deal with fucking Matthew McMetherson the rest of your <laughs> life, it's not that cool no more. I mean, the kid's cool, nope. but the idea, well, we joke around. I'm like, well, we're from, we have a running joke, me and some of my buddies, that as soon as a woman has a girl that we were very attracted to in high school or whatever, as soon as she has her first kid, she all of a sudden, because the baby daddy ain't going to stay around. He ain't going to take care of the kid or whatever. It was cool dating the drug dealer or the guy who's a little skinny mini guy who doesn't have a job, lives at home with mama, and he's always got free time and everything to do whatever she wants. And uh-huh. as soon as that first baby's born and that son of a bitch rolls out, all of a sudden she likes fat guys. And she likes guys with dad bods that work 40 hours a week. Until then, she didn't give a shit about us. The same thing could be said about a man. Like, let's just be real. When? when you're 16 years old and 17 and 18 and 19 and 20 and 25 and 30, you know, the, the illusion of the hottest chick, the hottest bitch, no matter how bad she might treat you, is like the most divine trophy thing in the world. And it isn't until... And until she goes for the guy with more money and you're left heartbroken, do you want to go for the, the woman that's always been there that bakes the best cookies? And, you know, she might be a she might be a seven in your eyes. But you know what? Suddenly that feels like home. So the same can be said about men. I'm not going to fucking disagree with you <laughs> because you pretty much hit the fucking nail on the head. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, I'll mm-hmm. tell you, I'll tell you, toxic. Dick or pussy is probably the worst thing on this planet ever. Whoever gave these people special superhuman abilities that they have to ruin my life. Like, <laughs> I promise you, I've been down that road. I've had, I've dated, there was this one woman not too long ago that I met off of TikTok. I was around her for just a very short period of time. And uh-huh. I tell you, tens across the board, and I'm talking about tens crazyville. I, I'm mm-hmm. talking should have been institutionalized. Like how so was this, it fun for a minute? It was fun until it like it wasn't. It wasn't, and it wasn't fun real quick. Like the fun ran out about as far as I. It was it was very bad. Um, I wish so people it, could see your face. How red it's getting. That, that's the liquor. That's the trauma. <laughs> oh, sweetheart, we trauma bond on this show a fucking lot. Trauma. It is. It's funny. Hey, look, I'm telling you, the people that have been through more shit but can laugh about it are my favoritest people on the planet. Trauma. Like I tell people all the time that when they meet me, I'm like, well, yeah, I've been married, you know, a couple of times. I'm trying to be one, the Elizabeth Taylor of my friends, except not all of them ended in a divorce, one ended in a death, but it's not. And everybody's like, oh, that's so sad. I'm like, I didn't kill him. (laughs) So I completely understand. You're way too nonchalant about that. <laughs> Again, it's the trauma. 
promo. Oh, trust me, I'm the same way. I I got a. There's a lot of skeletons. I drink. I don't drink too much, but I drink just enough to where I'm fun, but not an alcoholic. And it's mainly just to hide, you know, the trauma. The trauma. The trauma. Uh, so tell me about the Jamie Lynn stuff because I don't know anything about any of that. So the person, like, if you, I mean, over the years, I mean, early on from when Brittany started and her career like set off the one consistent person you saw around her outside of her mom and her assistant, Felicia, who ended up getting fired um, because of her, the conservatorship, but was her little sister. I mean, she truly doted all over Jamie Lynn, like a mom. And, you know, over the years, you know, Jamie Lynn grew in her own career as far as like being Zoe 101 on Nickelodeon and, um, and, and in her own right was making a name for herself, but, it was a consistent close like sisters for a long time from like what the outside outside world looked like. Now, Jamie Lynn has since come out with a book and, you know, for when the documentaries came out and, and when the court um, proceedings where Brittany finally got to talk came out, you know, it was perceived as Jamie Lynn was a big force with her father on, you know, silencing Britney, looking the other way, profiting off of Britney. Um, and, and people have really gone to the ends of the earth to shame Jamie Lynn for this, for this, you know, perceived idea that she's a, a big part of the problem instead of looking at the problem with itself, which is the manager and the father. But um, in the book, she wrote a book and she did interviews this week about it. And um, it did not go well with Britney stands at all. Um, I think I'm one of the only people on TikTok to, I'm not defending Jamie Lynn. I'm trying to give people a different viewpoint. And I think if you've ever been raised, you know, or been around narcissistic people, um, I can see where the father and, and what I like to call the machine, which is the conservatorship, which, you know, Lou Taylor, the manager and her father and all these people they had deep control and deep power. If people believe that that power did not extend to Jamie Lynn, they're out of their minds. Um, one of the first things she talked about was how when, you know, she was a, uh, a teen pregnant, she got pregnant as a teen. And I still to this day remember when, you know, I was watching something on TV and it cut to a special news bulletin. Like you swore, like we were being invaded. Um, and it was that Jamie Lynn Spears, 16 years old, is pregnant. It was confirmed pregnant. And this is at the height of where Brittany was with Sam Lufty and was very erratic and partying. And she, you know, this is after she shaved her head, but she had black hair. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. I remember very distinctly that she was being hounded by paparazzi. And they say, What do you think about your little sister being pregnant? And the look on her face of sheer, like, what are you talking about? And she's like, my sister's not pregnant. Like she truly had no idea. So what was revealed in um, the interview about the book was that her father also sent Jamie away, Jamie Lynn away. They first told her she needed to have an abortion and get back to being a teen, like perfect little teen. Like no one needed to know about it. She just needed to get rid of it. Um, when she refused, they took her to the Northeast um, somewhere, you know, she didn't say, she can't even remember specifically. She wasn't even told. 
and isolated in a cabin with no television, no phone, no nothing. And they told her it was for her greater good. So the paparazzi didn't get her a hold of her, you know, yada, yada, yada. That is telling about the amount of power her father and that entity had even back then, you well, know, to, to make your daughter go away, you know? I mean, but we don't know his intentions because sitting here thinking about it too, if he's not going to get. I think his intentions were clear when he told her to go get an abortion. Well, that's fucked up. Because you no, need that, to get back on the road. You yeah, know now what that, I mean? That's fucked up. But if you're not going to, and then they give you a safe haven, a place to go to where you're not going to be hounded. I mean, uh, I don't. I would believe that if they would have given her a safe haven with some kind of access to the outside world, but they cut her off completely and can you imagine a 16 year old being isolated from her family her friends this baby daddy that was at the time her boyfriend like safe haven is one thing but complete and total isolation is a complete another thing okay but but let's <laughs> be real how much money do you think and the Inquirer or whatever magazines would have paid or websites would have paid for pictures of her pregnant, pictures of the baby, whatever. If you Absolutely. don't, if I you just, don't completely don't isolate her, if, if you don't completely isolate her, then somebody in your group is going to end up leaking you that information of where you're at or whatever. So isolation in that might not plus let's be real. It's like when a rich person goes to prison. They're not in real fucking prison. We can sit here and say she's isolated in the middle of the woods somewhere. She's probably got a fat-ass cabin with a $10,000 bed, a $10,000 TV. She's got all the food and everything. She I, I agree, stuff. but at yeah. the same time, she's a 16-year-old kid. And and it's already bad enough that you're... She in, got grounded. I mean, I you, but in the worst way possible. I mean, that's traumatic to know that you're pregnant. You're going to be a mother. And to stand up against her father because... You know, it's been documented time and time again that her dad does not take no for an answer, who also has had a long history of substance abuse and all these different things. And she even says this in the book. She never knew what kind of dad she was going to get, you know, um, and it's she even said, I, I saw the conservatorship as my dad and Brittany were going to get sober basically together. You know, it's going to come out and one day that, that the dad is a complete abuser. I that's my point of view about this entire shit show that I truly believe with all of my heart and no one, I don't think is ever going to convince me otherwise. I think her father is using both his daughters because he does have a son who had no desire to be in show business or whatever. Yeah. He had two cash cows, one massive one and one, you know, was up and coming. Yeah. I believe with all of my heart, when things got out of control and he saw a way in, especially with Brittany, that he was the reason that they do not speak. I think he is the reason that there is such a rift, a deep rift between two people who used to be completely, you know, the best of friends and, you know, inseparable. I believe that if you got two, both of them in the room together, I think you would find out real quick that that was a, a plan to drive a wedge between the both of them. 100 percent because i think she was i think in one hand it was looked at as jamie lynn was daddy's favorite especially when britney went off the deep end you know you saw a lot of pictures of jamie lynn with her you know her parents and then when she got married and all this other stuff you know 
the rants that Britney's gone on lately on Twitter and stuff, it screams that, you know, this, look, you got to go live your life and I didn't get to go leave, live mine. And I think a lot of that had to do with the machine that like, oh, you know, look at Jamie, look how normal she is. Like, you know, don't you want to be like that? Don't you want to have a family again? Like, you know, if you listen to us, that's going to drive anyone to, to hate the other person. I think, and the Brit- longer he kept them apart, the better he could control them. Yeah, but see, in my point of view, I think that Britney Spears, you call it the machine, I'm going to call it the devil in this instance. <laughs> 100. I, I think that she signed her soul away to the devil at 16 with, uh, when she started sexualizing herself with that first song, that uh, hit me mm-hmm. baby one more time stuff. I think, mm-hmm. she, I think that you have to know what you're getting yourself into. She probably, can you know that at 16 and 17? I think you have to, I think that if you expect to be treated like an adult, you have to make adult decisions. Now she, in that case, and anything that she, she even talks about how she doesn't want to be perceived as a good kid. Like she wanted to be, she wanted to flower or whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. it's called. When you're, she wanted to grow, she wanted to grow, she wanted to grow, but Let's look at fucking Christina Aguilera because that's probably her running mate, like tit for tat mm-hmm. or whatever. Christina decided to do some wholesome stuff, some nasty shit. She did some <laughs> nasty shit. Now I like me some Christina Aguilera. I was about to say, did, you, did, some, did we watch the same Christina? Hey, <laughs> trust me, I have touched my genie in a bottle to her several times. I know who that bitch is, but there are just some things the public should never know about you. If there's a man listening to this right now, they know exactly what I am talking about. That dirty video where she's boxing. And then when she's like, see, you got to remember they're my age or they're a year or two older than me. So mm-hmm. when genie in a bottle came out and when hit me baby one more time came out, that is when I just found out about parts of me. And so I probably can tell you that Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera are 40. They're not 40. Are Britney they? turned 40 this year. Uh-huh. Me and me and me six years and old Britney Spears are a month apart. I'm, I'm 40. I'm 34, uh-huh. though. I could have swore she was only like two or three years older than me. Uh-uh. She's four. She turned 40 this year. Well, then she was a pedophile. That's all I could tell you. Because <laughs> I was I, she could have abused me. Um, but when I think that you really have to like and when you're in their shoes. You're certain decisions you have to make. I've heard things with Christine Aguilera where she said at a certain point in time, I'm not just going to be sexualized. I'm not just mm-hmm. going to be this person. I want to do other stuff. I want to do some like uh, Britney Spears has got one of the best voices ever. I don't think anybody can deny her voice. Christine Aguilera has a very good voice. Christine Aguilera decided to do some, what was it? Milan and some other sweet songs and everything. You I think really... she did like one or I think I see. Christine I, Aguilera I did a said, lot. Christina Aguilera is the one with a better voice. That's that's first of all, Christina Aguilera could sing the clothes off of anyone. That's number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Britney's She's voice done it is to me. good. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But at the same time, she wasn't wholesome. She didn't go through a wholesome period. I don't know what Disney Channel episode you watched for like one time, but no. Yes. <laughs> she sexualized herself from start, which in, in my opinion, I think at, at 17, 18, I, I know people think 17 is, is still a child and, and that's a debate for another day. But at the same time, I think if you want to explore yourself and you want to wear like belly button shirts at that time, that's what it was. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. 
But to think that a 16 or and even 17, hell, even 18 at this point, when you're thrown into the cusp of the of the public and you're that famous that fast. And I mean, yes, Brittany and Christina were on the Mickey Mouse Club, but they had a little fame. They had little fame. When when in 97, 98, 99, when they were catapulted into the fame, they they had no, I'm sorry, no one had an idea. They were thrown into the same thing that's happened time and time again in that period, in that time period that happened to a lot of these, you know, young teens that were, um, got famous quick. They had no way of knowing. I don't think anyone can prepare you for that. I don't I got, think that that's fair to think that. It is. Cause I got one artist for you. If you don't believe Christian Aguilar, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is the You know same. what? I, I can't agree to that, but you know yeah. what I also think? I think it's about who's around you. And I truly believe that Taylor Swift, if in with using that analogy, she truly had parents that were wholesome, good people. Britney Spears came from a very chaotic background. They were Her trashy. Father was a, I mean, well, I don't think they were trashy. I don't think okay, alcoholism they, equates trashy. They you know. were more the fun loving type family. Like they were no, they, I think they were the the let's put our daughter out there because we want her to be rich and famous family. I think they saw dollar signs. Brittany had star quality well on, and everyone said it. She, she I did. think they saw dollar signs, and I think one hundred percent her father and mother did do I think her mom came from a loving place very early on? Yes. Do I think from very early on her father saw massive amounts of money coming? Oh one thousand percent it was not with good intention i just don't know how because my my daughter is my best friend i will put myself in weird situations before i put my daughter i just Mm -hmm. don't know as a a father i just Mm -hmm. don't think i could do it i think i i don't but you're coming from a a place that's not you're not the kind of father yeah there's no way i would own you ever seen the selena movie with Jennifer mm-hmm. Lopez, how mm-hmm. Abraham, her dad, the first time she's out on stage in a bustier, loses his fucking mind. Right. That's how I would be. I'd be like, Gracie, you've lost your fucking mind. That's not happening. No, we're not doing this. I, I, but you have to see that that comes from a pure heart. You, yeah. you're, you're, you're coming from a protection side of you. Yeah. There are, unfortunately, parents, you know, fathers and mothers you're right, who you're right. truly do not care at what I mean, you hear about it on the news. You have parents who will sell their children online for a quick hundred dollars. That uh, and I'm s- not saying it's that to that level, but oh, yeah. you know, no, it probably is. It probably is. There's a movie uh about Shia LaBeouf. You ever seen it? It's called Honey Boy. No, right. I've wanted to watch that. Uh, it is eye opening. Like it is. Well, everybody wants to give Shia LaBeouf a hard time about being fucked up, not uh, as mm-hmm. the kind of person he is. Watch the movie where. The whole movie, he's portraying his father. Mm-hmm. He is he wrote it, produced it, all this shit. But he plays the movie from his father's perspective. And when you mm-hmm. see what all his dad put him through, because that's all his dad ever saw was dollar signs. He didn't love he mm-hmm. didn't lo- he didn't love him no more than you know he loved him, I'm sure. But when he started seeing money, that's all he fucking could see. And he when, loved him the best way he knew how, which was yeah. And he. He fucked his kid up. And I think in Britney Spears' case, I think that's what happened, mm-hmm. too. I, I, I can 100%. give a shit to a lot of things, but when your dad is like, how fucked up does it got to be for 
you're on the set. Of, I keep bringing up Hit Me Baby one more time, but it's just an iconic video for a 16-year-old mm-hmm. girl to make, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how is your dad on set saying, no, 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 let's tie our tits up. Let's put the short, shortest skirt on we can because it's going to maximize. As a child, hearing your dad mm-hmm. or whatever push that. Or say, because they, they, they had to give back the approval. To like a lot of the, they had to give well, the approval and for it. 100%. I don't, but I think they also sold it over to management. And I don't think that they had much of a say back then because I do remember like in one of the documentaries, he did have an issue. Like he said something about her. Her He didn't like the outfit. He was like, no, that's too whatever. I think they, I don't think he was okay with it as much as, as it was, he did whatever the management said for the greater good. I don't think, cause I mean, he would make comments about her attire and, and that, that same one we were talking about earlier when, with the cell phone, it was that same episode. Um, he had a big issue cause it was a womanizer video and he didn't like what she was wearing. And, and, and Brittany said that, you know, like, oh, he's always getting on me about like oh it's too short you know Brittany right. and blah, I, forgot. Blah, blah. I forgot about it you're right yeah but I do think he also at the end of the day chose instead of being I, I think he would bitch but I also think he knew his place because he also saw look they th- th- apparently this is working because she's a superstar yeah. you know what I mean I, I think I I say this early on I don't think it was always the worst of intentions but I think the second he got full power, like sometimes a lot of people, the power consumes you. And I guess we'll never really know because it's like you said, some of the documents are still they're never going to see the light of day. And, and he's yet to speak his side. And I've always said, okay, well, why did so many judges continue this conservatorship for so many years? Were they corrupt or that was it truly a needed thing? I don't buy all the excuses, but I also don't think that when you're paying people, when there's, when, when money is ever involved, things are going to go awry and it's, it's, it's evident. It's, it's clear as day. That's exactly what happened. I feel like if you're going to have a conservatorship to this degree, and I don't ever think anyone should ever have to go through that again and becoming less of a human, unless they're just like invalid and they can't make decisions and they can't speak and all this other stuff. But how is it that they were even allowed to profit? Like they should have never been able to profit from here. Not at all. Like if he wanted to be the conservator, great, good work. I I don't know how that would, I don't know how that would be, but why did it have to come from her? Like, I think that that's where a lot of people have a hard time with. Uh, I think you're going to get to hear his side of the story. I think that with everything that has been said, everything that keeps continuously getting said, um, they're going to do this when he has to yeah, because I think, his daughters, both of them are now talking. Yeah. He, he's going to have to. Um, and I think this is what's really going to happen. I think after he speaks, I think it's going to be where everybody's going to shut the fuck up and they're going to be like, mm-hmm. okay, we didn't get the, that's what you said something earlier that I love that you said, because it's a lot what I do on this show. And it's how I've made my living is I like to show both sides of the argument. Even if one side is con- fucking so uncomfortable to listen to that you don't have an understanding of a topic until you've listened to both sides of it uh and Uh then then it's up to the listener or the viewer or whatever it is to them decide what makes sense to them the reason why a lot of this shit makes sense to me why the conservatorship to where i would have been like beforehand i'd have been like oh absolutely you know britney free britney 
you know, this none of this makes sense. What's the first mm-hmm. thing she does? The second that she gets uh it took off, she takes nude pictures and posts them everywhere. Trust me, I ain't got nothing against the nude pictures. I I don't I I, don't, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> I against. think it was great. I think it was I great. Think it, I, I think it was such a symbolism of fuck you and I, don't think I am it, free. Okay, well, let me ask you, what do you think her listening audience is? Wait, Honestly, what, what would what would be her demographic if you if you could? I don't think it's as young as you think anymore. I, I don't. You don't think well, so? No. I, like my daughter, she's thirteen. Yeah. If you like the reason she knows, I think so much of Britney Spears is because of me. Okay. But I don't think the demographic is as young as you think. I think it, you know, seventeen, eighteen. That's plus, what I, that's I where I was going to start. That's where I was going to. Yeah, start I don't think it it's teens. I think it's, you know, women, you know, LGBTQ plus, like she, she resonates with them for a long, long time. Oh yeah. Um, but I think the hardcore, like the forties, the 35 year olds, the 40 year olds, you know, the ones that grew up during that time, that's her hardcore fan base. That's the, that's the ride or dies, you know, but the, the free Britney movement, I truly think even if it's younger people, I, 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 I really love how some of them have gone about it, but do I think it's a trend? 1,000%. Ma'am, you hit the fucking nail on the head with what you just said. You're 100% right. It, it, if this was something that wasn't trendy, nobody would give a shit about it. They, nope. Nobody would care. I think, it, a, I, think, I, I, think, I think there were people, there are people, a good amount of people who hurt once they knew how bad it really was, I think some yeah. of these podcasters did a great job of looking in it. Um, I think, you know, um, I think there were people in this movement with the most, you know, genuine, good hearted intentions. But when I go and, and listen to some of these people, especially on TikTok, that will run with anything. Oh, and I mean, sheep. anything they're fucking that's sheep. against Britney. Yeah. that are part of free Britney movement. I'm like, this is a trend to you because of, apparently you haven't done an ounce of reading because it doesn't matter who it's against. They're against them yeah. without a, like, like everyone's saying like, Oh, Jamie Lynn has profited. And I'm, and, and listen, I could be wrong. I could be very wrong, but I asked specifically on a TikTok one day because I'd seen a few big TikTokers make this claim that Jamie Lynn makes money or had made money off the conservatorship. So I said, okay, someone point me, to the direction of a court document where it is outlined because there's there are some about her dad how much money he makes how much um lou taylor makes how much you know everyone makes show me where it says jamie lynn spears every single month made x amount of dollars no one could tell me it was alleged or someone said it in a live and but yet they didn't no one could tell me so the next excuse was well i'm sure her dad was paying her under the table why would you go there? Like what people forget that Jamie Lynn made 6 million. She's worth $6 million on her own. Yeah. And then the next argument when they can't figure that part out is, well, who she is, is based on her, her sister. Well, good. Have that same energy for the Kardashians, for anyone that is famous first. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll guarantee you she's making money or she made money off conservatorship for the simple fact that what a lot of people are going to miss with this. Um, and I just got them reading about that this this week. Do you know who Derrick Rose is, the NBA basketball player? Yes. 
All right, every contract that he has signed, he has a clause in his contract that his best friend growing up received $75,000 a year. He wants to make sure that the people that he came up with that was actually his best friend that's always been there for him, that he gets paid. And a $75,000 in shit to an NBA team. So they're always agreed to it. So it's like, whatever. I'll guarantee you, with Britney's first big deal that she ever signed, after that first album or two, whatever it would have been, her first real deal, I'll guarantee you there was a clause in that contract, if you could find it somewhere, to where her sister, her brother, um, her kids, her future children, or whatever it would have been at the time, all her living family members would have got it, whether it was 1% or it was half of 1% or it got something. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, entertainers, whether it's musician, athlete, or whatever, do that because they know that all those people in their lives are going to eventually stick their hand out. And if you right. go ahead and beat them to the punch and you go ahead and well, my thing their is, percentage. It's yeah. More of the conservatorship. So like. Well, well, what the conservatorship would have done, though, they would have honored everything prior is what I was getting to. Mm-hmm. And so if right. she was getting, if Brittany had agreed, we're going to give her 1% of yearly earnings, then the conservatorship is going to take care of that. Conservatorship, if you really look into it, it's like what I was talking about with a business manager earlier to make sure all your bills paid and to make sure you're not doing anything fucking stupid, that nobody's taking you or you're invested in stupid things. They went way too far with her. I don't think anybody can damn right. agree, like go otherwise with that. But conservatorship was to honor all previous deals before that. So if Jamie Lynn or whoever was making money off the conservatorship, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. It probably means that some of those people were grandfathered in to where if Uh she was taking care of them before, she's going to take care of them now. But my only issue is this, like she was made trust of her, um, the money that was going to be in the event of her demise or whatever. Um, Jamie Lynn was over that section of the conservatorship. However, she didn't make a salary off of it. No one can show me that. Yeah. And one of the bigger TikTokers, um, who is a big, big Britney fan. And I mean, I, I, his content's great, but he, he went out the other day and made a video that said, you know, Oh, look at here. She changed banks from whatever the, where the money was to a new bank. And it was, it's a blocked bank, you know? Oh, so why is it blocked? And this big conspiracy theory started off. And so then, I was like, well, I don't know what block banks are. Let me look into this because I do what, my homework. Was it a bank? Most- was it a bank uh, out of the United States? Yeah, no. It's a, it it. What a block bank means is that it was moved to a di- was moved to a block bank. What it means is that in um, money cannot be withdraw withdrawn or deposited into said account without a warrant, which I think is great because you know, it helped keep the integrity of the bank of the money in place. You know, you didn't mix money. You didn't take out money. You needed a, you needed like a, not a warrant, a court order in order to take out. I was was like, I didn't know what the fuck that even meant. (laughs) I I was like, so messed up, but no, it's a court order. Sorry. I misspoke. Um, And they ran with it. And I'm like, well, wouldn't that be what you would want for your, I don't know the, the trust, you know, the person over your trust to do. So nobody mixed or, you know, maybe embezzled some money somewhere and tried to hide it in that account. So basically without a court order, she couldn't have withdrawn and she couldn't have deposited. Well, that's great. But they were making it out to be like, she was trying to be sneaky. 
no, you can look at the other side of this and say, no, she was trying to protect that money from to like, you know, whoever else was in the conservatorship to mess that money up. And so I, I just find that a lot of people just don't look into things more. And I think that's where my account is very, very different is that, you know, I won't take a side. I'll, I'll listen to everyone's side a hundred percent. And before I make a, a decision, but sometimes that decision, you know, will cost me followers. And I really, you know, no, well, really you're, care. you, you have something that a lot of people don't. And I've like in the past little bit, since we started talking, I realized that even more you have integrity. I get, mm -hmm. I get shit thrown at me all the time just for the simple fact that I don't take somebody's word. Like I, I don't, mm -hmm. I'm cynical. I, I have to, Very see much. I have to see facts. I have to know that you're not bullshitting me when mm -hmm. you tell me something. We had a girl that was sex trafficked on the show that works with local law enforcement and everything now. And I had to investigate some of the things that she was saying because it was so far fetched. I mean, though she's got a book mm -hmm. and everything, it's so far fetched mm -hmm. because it was out of my realm of understanding. Mm -hmm. And looking into it, I, I realized what this girl had gone through. Like she was telling the truth about a lot of this shit. Like you, mm -hmm. every, every time that there was a avenue to where there needed to be an explanation, she had an explanation. And, mm -hmm. it, and that's where with a bunch of this stuff, like you're talking about, you always look for the explanation. You don't go mm -hmm. by somebody saying just because I said so. And right. that is something that I look for in people because it's, you know, you don't have to agree on everything. Like the right. world would fucking suck if me and you got or anybody agreed on every little subject. That's just being a kiss ass. I it's an like, echo chamber. Yeah, I hate echo chamber. I do too. I don't want yes men and yes women around me. I want people to, if I'm wrong on something, tell me I'm fucking wrong on something. That's how you mm -hmm. grow. I believe in growth. And you do that. You do that with everything I've seen you look up so far. Like that's one of the, like, I don't. I don't pay attention to a lot of people's TikToks because I just think they're fucking stupid. <laughs> but you've got like that. And I mean, this is a compliment. I don't know how you feel about the National Enquirer and all those other gossip magazines. <laughs> but you yeah. literally you literally have got it written on your forehead. That you ought to be fucking working for them the way that you the way that you go after. I stuff. appreciate that very yeah. much. Yeah, I, really I mean, it's, we'll go more entertainment tonight. There you, go. Hey, 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 there you go. But, yeah, I'm a little classier. I'm not. <laughs> we've already figured that out. Uh, yeah, yeah i'm trash i ought to be in the trash magazine of the month like i don't even know what the trashiest magazine is but if you're listening to me for any of your advice you're more fucked up than i am so you know that's whatever i just liked your beer poster that i saw on your tiktok that i, I forgot about i forgot about the beer poster uh i think you should have i think you should print that and send it out to you know i had people asking, whatever lucky follower I, you know, I have uh, people asking me to buy that for a while. And it's just like, you're not fucking, no, that's not what it's, no. I just, it's, it's funny to me. It's funny to me. I, I do stuff almost to where my favorite people in social media or on, in movies or whatever are always the anti-hero, like Deadpool. Mm -hmm. And stuff like that. Batman's even yes. like anti-hero. That's who I I don't want you to like me. Like I don't, I don't want you to. I want you to. I would rather people respect my point of view and know that I'm different. Like uh, I love the damn alphabet community, and people mm -hmm. around here, their mind is blown that I could be here and be like, I like them, and they're like, why? They they probably have to hate you. No, they leave me the fuck alone because I'll sit here and I'll say. 
I acknowledge, you know, the shit they go through. I don't like some mm-hmm. of it. I think some of it's fucking stupid, but mm-hmm. I think some of the shit I go through is stupid. I mean, right. We all go through yeah. our versions of, of, of stupid, yeah. but you have to, I think that's a lot of people's problem with society in general or on TikTok. And that's why a lot of these little, these fights happen between creators and stuff is because people refuse to acknowledge someone just because they don't understand that they could have gone through something, yeah. you know, like I, a lot of people will, I, I, in fact, I've gotten just recently, um, a, an email from a follower said that she unfollowed me. And a lot of people were unfollowing me because, um, I was stitching, duetting and talking on my lives with a certain, you know, political group, um, cre- of creators. And I'm not yeah. even going to, you know, acknowledge it, but you know, and I, I even made a video about this. I don't ever ask someone when I meet them, what is your political affiliation? Why does it I think matter? It's stupid. It you doesn't know, matter to me. Why does it fucking matter? Because I don't uh-huh. have to agree. I yeah. will. You will never see me sit here and say I agree with either side of anything. Right. And I don't. And that's just in general politics, uh, the Weather Channel, uh, people, dogs, literally anything. Yeah. If you can sit here and say a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time, you're going to agree with it it's bullshit. You're lying. You know? And I think that that's the biggest problem right now. It's incredibly funny that you fucking say that. So (laughs) you have a lot of these people that Mm -hmm. are conservatives on social Mm -hmm. media, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm the one, you know, I'm not tooting my own horn here. I'm the one that's actually tied up in politics. Like I go and speak at a couple, I spoke at a couple different events this past year, and I'm scheduled to do it this year for a woman who's running for governor here in Georgia. I've went mm-hmm. and met Lynn Woods uh, and spoken mm-hmm. at an event with him, who is one of Trump's attorneys who sued CNN for $200 million, whatever, last year. Mm-hmm. I am the farthest thing from a conservative without being a liberal. I don't mm-hmm. want to be put into a fucking box. And I tell mm-hmm. every single body that asks me to come speak at an event or whatever that they want me involved in. Um, mm-hmm. Because in Georgia, I'm you know, kind of a big deal in the, in the <laughs> most, you know, in the nicest without seeming like an arrogant fuck way. I'm with politicians who are running because my show is the number one show in Georgia as far as podcasts. I love how you just seamlessly plug know, that it, you know, so just, effortlessly. Hey, that was beautiful. That was good. You know, this thing ain't going to get me laid without saying it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so they get me. This isn't people don't realize when you're doing successful or you when you're doing good. This is just another stop for a politician. This doesn't make me special or whatever. It's just because the shows uh, the weight that it holds. People want to be involved with it and they want me to mm-hmm. speak for them. But I have to tell every single fucking person that comes on the show that's conservative you're mm-hmm. probably gonna hate me by the end of this mm-hmm. because one i got more fucking knowledge about the shit than you do just because i talk slow don't mean that i am there's a reason why I, you know that people want me to talk for them uh or talk at their events but also i do not like a bunch of the conservatives that put themselves into a corner to where they're not able to see anything else in the fucking world to listen yeah just to listen there's not a democrat or a liberal right now that is supporting biden okay mm-hmm. nobody fucking mm-hmm. likes him they even the people that voted for him are like oh we fucked up you know i'm not a trump guy i'm not i'm not mm-hmm. a, i'm just i don't i don't think that there's certain things that the leader of your country is supposed to say mm-hmm. uh, i think there's supposed to be 
if if it sounds like I could a little bit crazy, of cooth. Yeah, you got to. You, there's this. There's this. No way around it. But you also can't be Grandpa Dementia up there like <laughs> Biden is right now and just be, you know, witless. And, and I the, also know my lane. I'm like, I'm so ignorant yeah. when it comes to any of it. The only like, thing that you ever have to know, I, ha- I explain this to people all day, every day. The only thing you have to know about politics, ma'am, and anybody else is we live in a democracy. A democracy was set up for us to come to compromises that work for everybody. If you have mm-hmm. someone who just only wants their fucking way, that is a dictator. That is not a that's democ- scary. That's, that's, that's scary. So, like, even with the vaccine and all this shit, I don't give a fuck if you get the vaccine. I don't care if you wear a mask. It don't work for me, but I'm not finna mm-hmm. mask shame you if you fucking wear one. And mm-hmm. it, I've got into it with some conservatives in here, but you know who I've never got into it with? Hmm. A liberal? Me. No. Are, are you? I don't <laughs> really? Know. Yeah, I've never got into it with liberal. Uh, now, I don't also don't put myself in a situation where I've got somebody that's so far left that's a fucking idiot. Um, but I also don't deal with people that so far right that they're a fucking idiot. Like right. I, I don't. I got fired from country radio because I said on air, you know, I don't believe in the Confederate flag. I don't. I'm a white Southern male from South Georgia, and I do not give a fuck about the Confederate flag. And th- you can't say certain stuff. Right. You, know, you, can't. you can't. You can't. No, and, you can't. But also, that's why, you know, certain radio stations are failing and uh, I've got. And that's why you, you had the number one podcast. That's exactly right. Fuck, that's crazy. No, no, I wish it was. That's, God, I'd be fucking paid. It's in Georgia. In Georgia. Well, no, that's what's called manifesting. You just like All say right. it. Just keep saying it. Yeah, when it gets to be, if it ever got to be the number one in the world, I'll act like I still know you, but not a lot of people. I promise I'm you. Down for that. I, I I'll go ahead and tell you, money is gonna make me a different person. I'm I, like, listen, I, I, when I don't you make know it a lot to the number one podcast in the world. I, I will I will put a bet right here now. I will no, I'm gonna just put out a disclaimer. When you make it to the number one podcast in the world, I'm gonna use my own money to get you a billboard in whatever city you choose of that poster that you made. And I just I've already told them because radio- that's how you're gonna know yeah. you've made it. Yeah, I uh I did an episode, I think the one year anniversary of me getting fired from country radio, I did an episode that's called Tattletale. It's, I don't ever do episodes by myself. I did this one by myself. And uh, I told everything about why I got fired. And it was petty as fuck. And one of the last lines in it is, uh, you know what? I know y'all are failing right now. You can't keep sponsors. Let me name the sponsors that are on my show right now. DraftKings, State Farm, the local businesses and everything. And I said, if this keeps going the way it's going right now, I'll just buy your fucking radio station next year. Like, you think you're Queen Petty? Oh, baby, baby, you and King, King Petty's the one right Petty. now. I am. I'm a whole different. Look, all the, all, hey, all the kingdoms need good balance. That's so right. I'm good with it. What about, I'm all, good with it. what about all the hate that you received? Because I like, I even saw oh, a God. video. I just saw one when I was scrolling through your stuff earlier where it was talking about how you had to delete a lot of comments. What kind of hate do you get? I don't, I don't see why people would hate you. Oh, God. Well, well people do hate the a truth. Lot of, the the biggest thing is is then the the one thing you'll see and it's a lot of older um very bored women um it's none of your business why are you putting this in your business it's none of your business why is this any significance to you why are you talking about it and my my response besides being funny um, <laughs> is <laughs> if it 
if it was none of my, that you're right. It's none of my business. It's 100% none of my business, but they, people keep putting their shit show train wrecks out there. Who am I to bypass commenting on it? You know, one of the biggest things that I do on my platform is 60 second TikTok drama news, which I will scour for hours looking for content from creators, you know, of all kinds from their, you know, you know, they got caught cheating and this, and this person frauded this person and whatever. And I compile it, you know, I don't look at, you know, I really, it's, it's, it's a compilation of a shit show basically. And, um, I, I can absolutely say nothing, but just go through the compilation about what it's about. And I promise you some 65 year old Betty Boo who has sat in the sun way too long and her husband is out with the boys way too much and she's pissed and she's going to let me know that it was none of my damn business to talk about it. And I'm like, hold on, wait, you mean to tell me that someone put it out there on a public platform for the public to comment on and you're pissed off at me because I commented on it. Ah, got it. 100% noted Betty. And they just get so angry with me. And it especially happens more and more when I bring up things against big creators. And I, and one of the, one of the bigger stories that I covered before um, the end of the year was the awesome Lawson. It's a creator on TikTok. Um, he got really famous by impersonating his daughter. He walks around who, and bows. I don't know who that is. Oh, he um he dresses up like his stepdaughter, which everybody thought for a long time was his daughter. He, he acts like a like a preteen. Just, okay. okay, you know, it's very silly. It's it's actually weird in my opinion, but whatever. I mean, he wears her clothes, puts bows in her, and, and he just yeah. he's impersonating his daughter, which seems innocent. Well, he also has children that allegedly that he's ignored and not pay child support on. And so these, one of the mothers of the said children came out and was like, here you go. And she really didn't even name him. It, it, it took all but four seconds. Cause you know, TikTok has the best FBI agents in the world for people to figure it out. And uh, I brought up the story. I never said he was guilty. I never said he was innocent. I just said, look, this is what's out there. And in my own little twisty way. And when I say that, those fans came at me with a vengeance that I, you know, how dare I, you know, and I'm like, hold on. You act like I got five kids that I'm not paying for. Calm down. Like these people look at these creators. Like, I don't know that they're, 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 I treat my followers like friends. I will talk to you in the comments. We will, you know, I, I don't ever want to be someone who thinks that because this app can and will go away will eventually go absolutely say it again say it again for the people who and, don't and I mean, fucking like, understand i'm already that. on the teetering edge of having my entire account taken down yeah so it could all go away and i'll be nobody again and i'll be just as happy and just as i'm like i'll go back to doing what i do on and off the app but um when i go after creators that seem untouchable that's when it's like, it's none of your damn business and they mass report you and get your videos taken down. And I had, it's a mess. It's a I, mess. I had one time, one time that I allowed someone on my show and it was kind of against my better judgment, but 
I was at the point to where I just signed a deal uh, with some sponsors, management company for a certain amount of views every month and all this stuff for me to get paid. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I had the A Hood guy on my show and Mm -hmm. something told me not to. Something told me not to. And the second I announced it, I had people reach out to me. Now, when they reached out to me, I took their words because, you know, you have there's a difference in a woman who is scorned because a dude cheated on her and left her. Mm-hmm. You get a certain type of attitude from that woman. But when someone has actually been through domestic violence and been abused by somebody, they have a whole different vibe when they're coming at you. Yes. One thousand percent. You, and you can tell if you know what mm-hmm. to look for. And mm-hmm. I told the dude, I told him, I was like, Hey, I'm gonna have you on the show. But if this comes out to be true, I want you to know that I'm a fair and balanced person. I'm going to have your accusers on the next show. He's like, man, Mm -hmm. it ain't fucking true or whatever. I was all Mm -hmm. right, whatever. It's not my job to tell the listener what to believe. It is not. It is my job to fucking entertain you and to put what I think out there. And Mm -hmm. it's up to you. So we did the show. I gave off very bad vibes out of 200 something shows that I've done. Now he's the only one who cut me short on time. The, and so like, I should have known right then that my gut was like, this guy thinks he's bigger than his fucking britches. Fuck him. I should, that's what I should have said and never aired it, but I mm-hmm. aired it. The next show that I did was with his accusers <clears throat> and they had proof upon proof upon proof upon proof. Yes. And it was so sad. Everything ended up being true now i still i've talked to the those accusers in the past couple months and they let me know when he was locked up and when all of his shit got took away everything he was running from the police he called me one time and i have a recorded phone call that if he ever wants to be a bitch i don't think he would because you know you might have bigger problems right now (laughs) yeah yeah you you well there's also this thing that i have i have a problem if you're tiktok cool that's fine i don't have a problem with it but I've done other things in my life. Don't ever think because you got more followers than me that you're better at what you think you do than what I do. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't. Mm-hmm. Now we can both agree. Like you got more followers on TikTok than me. You obviously know how to work that app better than I do. You're obviously very entertaining. Mm-hmm. You, you are. You're a very, very entertaining person. Thank You've you. gone about it the right way. I like watching your shit. Thanks. But there are certain people. I think they're fucking stupid. I think, I think I, that, listen, I think, they have people who make millions on yeah, that app just yeah. staring into the camera. Yeah. Just because I wish women would understand just because you got a fat ass and can shake it. That ass is going to sag real, real soon. And, the, and I could say the same thing about men, too. Absolutely. Just because you sitting there can do the best damn thirst traps. Yes. That, it's going to go out the window. On display. It's going to yes. go out the fucking window. Personality, what you have and what people I have on this show. Personality you can't fucking teach. Personality doesn't mm-hmm. age. You can be 90 mm-hmm. years old and still be just as fucking entertaining. Everybody loved right. Betty, Betty White. Died at 99. Just as entertaining as she was at 99 as she was at 20. When she was 20 years old, she was a fucking smoke show. But she <laughs> never, ever, ever got less entertaining, even though she got more wrinkles. That's it's per- true. She that's- stayed true to who she was and her values. And, and, and was yeah, and phenomenal. That, and that's what I tried. To tell the A hood guy, he's like, I got a million mm-hmm. followers, man. You should pay me to be. He's the only person also ever asked get paid to be on my show. And 
I had to explain to him, I was like, you know, what's funny. The management company that represents me at the time also represented Mike Tyson's fucking podcast. And it was just like, you think that you're bigger than me? Please <laughs> go who's around longer. Please go fuck yourself. Like, but I did the show and then the next one came out and then the women had so much information on him that he ended up hitting me up and was like, hey, we need to do a third show so I can drop all this shit. And I wouldn't let him do it. But he also never talked shit about me on social media. His fans came after me and I was like, here, go listen to this. Go look mm-hmm. at the court documents. They don't just arrest somebody on suspicion of domestic violence. You, what I've I, learned, though, on this yeah. app is that people hear what they want to hear. Oh, absolutely. Like, absolutely. you can sit there and show them video evidence, and there's going to be an excuse. There's going to be those people. I mean, look, they what was it recently? So the biggest thing on TikTok right now is, like, the shock of how many serial killers get all these women, like, beautiful, intelligent women. Yeah. Love letters. And I'm like, because. They will all, there's just going to be people who will excuse it, look away from it, and will go after you to the ends of the earth for it. And it's just stupidity. Well, people are turned on by danger. I don't, most mm-hmm. people are turned on by danger. So what's the ultimate aphrodisiac? This motherfucker might murder me in my sleep. <laughs> I mean, it's fucked up, but like you know there's some woman out there that's looking or looked at ted bundy while he was in prison and it was known that ted bundy got love oh, yeah. letters or on love letters on they're like you know what he might kill me but there's got to be a reason why these women keep coming around they well, would like chris watts chris watts is getting i hate I that mean, fucking guy. Foot. and i can't i for the life of me i'm like hold on Oh what are you? God. What do you mean? They say he just gets the the amount of w- women that write him is just as a and I'm f- like, I can't get it. I'm surprised the dude's alive. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Look, there's one thing that I know. I don't know if you know this about me. I was a very very bad person between the ages of 18 and 21. Uh, mm-hmm. Broke into a tractor supply company. Uh, uh, I got a DUI. Got in a lot of fights. Um, I was just not a good person until my daughter was born. Like it took about mm-hmm. three years between I was, I've only done like 90 days in jail in my entire life. So mm-hmm. I ain't done no fucking hard time or nothing, <clears throat> but I've been at a rehab, rehab detention center. Like I just wasn't a good person when I was younger. And when my daughter came along, it completely changed my life. Like it, it mm-hmm. just made me, that's why her name's Grace. She's my saving grace. And Aww. like she is literally just, the best thing that could ever happen to me. And one thing I found out though, in the, in the couple months that I was locked up, there is no one on this planet. You think that me and you despise people that hurt children. You find a person who is locked up that for some reason, that's their soft spot. The same way bikers, mm-hmm. bikers are the hardest motherfuckers on the planet, but they're the ones that are doing the toy runs for kids with cancer mm-hmm. when churches aren't doing You mess it. with a kid and that's yeah. it. It's they activated. I don't know how. I do not know how that guy is still alive with throwing his kids in that fucking well or whatever that old thing. I don't I don't know what it is. And if you're a woman that finds him attractive, you, you go jump in that goddamn well yourself. Well, there's a video that's out there and I kind of agree with her. She said that she had read this book about how 
um, and this is her, she formed an opinion from it that women who fantasize and attract are attracted to serial killers deep down are serial killers within themselves. It's just, they can't act on it. So they are like obsessed with the, the, the man because they did act, they had the strength to act on it. And I was like, I could see that in a millisecond. And I believe yeah. that any woman that has children and is still fetishing over a man who hurt his own should seriously be evaluated. Uh, institutionalized. 100%. Yeah. I don't, I didn't, I didn't realize he was getting, Oh, it's a lot. Like it's that, a lot. Like that, this has been a new thing I've been like on. I don't know how I got on prison TikTok, but um, I'm a big, I got fans who watch me from prison. It's great. I love them. They're fun. I fucking wish I did. My, I would have a great time. Oh my time God. With they'll them. get on my lives and be like, Hey, from cell block, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's they, badass. It's fun. They're that great. Is badass. <laughs> <laughs> I, that watching that documentary, I, I think I've got a pretty strong stomach when it comes to actually watching something. Mm-hmm. You could tell from the very beginning of that documentary that that dude mm-hmm. killed his daughters. And mm-hmm. in my mind, in my mind, there's a, there's a special place in hell. Like I know they say that God, and I'm a Christian. It's not a very good one, but I know <laughs> that they say that God forgives everybody. There's no way that, mm-hmm. that my God forgives that son of a bitch. No, I, I, no way. None. There's no way. That was another fight. That was another fight I got into when I was working radio. And I don't know if, if, if you, if you listened to the show back then, then you would know that me and my co-host got in a fight with this, but, uh, they were talking about how, um, you're supposed to forgive. You're supposed to forgive everybody. If they did no, 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 it's, I can, I can let it go, but there's certain things you're not getting forgiven. There's certain things I will never, I don't care. Listen, Jesus Christ himself could ascend and tell me and i'm like nah i'll pass and i'll i'll just go ahead and take my ticket to hell then yeah, because I, there are just some things that are unforgivable and I, I don't care what anyone says uh you just became my new favorite guest but i'll tell you this but i will say this and i got a big old controversy over this topic too with that said i also believe that people generalized and and i i feel like this affects men the most people who say like men can't change i also think is complete bullshit i don't believe that you could peg someone as a narcissist you know if because of things that they did in their past you know choices that they made towards women and et cetera, et cetera, and sit there and say well that's always how he's going to be i feel like that is completely a twisted way of thinking and i believe that when we do stuff like that especially as women you know, yes, I do believe that some people who are narcissists and gaslighters and things like that are in, you know, that they, they, they're just, that's who they are. I get it. But that could be said about anybody. Right. But I believe that if you are in a position in your life to fix the things that are broken within you, who am I to sit there and label you that as like that for the rest of your life? Now, there are some things in human society that I believe that never can change. Pedophilia is being one of them, you know? Oh yeah. But oh God, you're my favorite like fucking that, new guest. Right. Like, but outside of that, I think the most damaging thing, one of the damaging things that, you know, and, and men too, I guess, but it's more so you hear it with women is believing men are incapable of change or people are incapable of change. Yep. And, and like I said, men too. And I think that that is a terrible way to go about life. I agree with you uh, for the simple fact that if you say in 
if, if you're saying that people can't change, then that's saying that you don't believe in growth. Growth happens mm-hmm. when you don't expect it to fucking happen. The, the only, and you said it, and we, I've had fucking people on this show time and time again, and I will argue with them on this subject. A pedophile mm-hmm. never fucking changes. Never. You never, no one never. has yet told me one success story. No one has yet brought up the case of so-and-so, Joe Blow. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. touched, he touched kids when he was 16, but he went to jail and he stopped. No, the second the motherfucker got out again, he touched kids again. Every pedophile mm-hmm. deserves to be fucking find a tall tree and a short rope. They never fucking change. Never. But, but You'll besi- never, never convince me that. No, no. But besides, besides for those fuckers, people grow. People grow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm the same way. You, I was not a good person when I was young. I was a... Uh, mm-hmm. I was a womanizer at one point in time. I love women. The only difference about me now and me back then is I would lie to women. The reason why I remain single now is because I want something special. I'm 34. I've never been married. I want, I want someone to come knock me off my fucking feet and make me not want to pay attention to another woman. I want Mm -hmm. that more than anything. And I believe that what our grandparents had is still out there. It's just it is. We're, we're blinded. 100%. We're blinded because of social media and we're blinded mm-hmm. because of everything now. But I know that those people, there's somebody I believe in the hopeless romantic bullshit and everything. And it's where there is somebody for everybody. But if you Absolutely. if you settle or you give up too early, you say, now this is just what I'm going to when you settle. That's where cheating happens when because mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, if you settle, there's something else going to come along that interests you. Well, mm-hmm. if your dumbass would have never settled and you would have just stayed single, it wouldn't have been been a big deal when something else came along. Well, settling and egos. I think ego, I think when you have an inflated ego and this sense of I'll always get better. I, you know, that challenge that, you know, a lot of men and women that get a lot of attention, you know, for what how they how they look. Yeah. Um, it comes into play with that too. I think it's a lot of, you know, sometimes it's settling, sometimes it's a lot of, a lot of ego. And I think that's the biggest thing in society is no one wants to humble themselves to be real and honest and forthcoming about, you know, their, their own issues. Like you're you, no. like you saying, look, I, I fucked up. I fucked up a lot. I could say, I, I talk about that on my platform a lot. Yeah. I'm like, look there, you can't sit here and you threaten me with telling me who I am. Cause trust yeah. me, I, I have a badge of honor. You know, I've on beat my, shoulder my own ass about who I am before. Right. You know? But you'll never, you're never going to hurt me with it because yeah. I'm, I'm not, if you're judging me about a table I sat at 10 years ago, well, then we don't have anything to talk about. I Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. I, I recently, I recently got into, uh, and you, you might've got in some of these arguments too. I recently got into some arguments with people on social media uh, for the simple fact that this is six years deep for me. When I first started, mm-hmm. I had a problem with women paying me attention that had never paid me attention before. When men get a social media following and they've never mm-hmm. had women pay them attention before in their life, all of a sudden mm-hmm. they are thrown into this whole new minefield that they've never had to navigate before to where women are drooling over you or acting thirsty towards you. And as a mm-hmm. man, you don't know how to do it. So you make poor decisions because mm-hmm. these women would have never, ever paid you attention before. I mm-hmm. 
have had to talk to some of these guys on social media that are going through these deals to where Mm -hmm. they've had a long-term girlfriend or they've had a wife and they have women that look like a good time. We'll just put it that way that are Mm -hmm. in their inboxes that are liking their pictures that are commenting. And I tell Mm -hmm. them saying all all the right things, doing all the right things. things. I tell them all the same fucking thing. Look, dude, if you're willing to risk a temporary good time over somebody who's permanently been there for you, that's on you. But understand that person, once they get around you and they realize that you're not the person that you put on social media, the person you put on social media is the best reflection of you. You are not putting out your fucking struggles. If you end up sleeping with this woman and you're you're trash to her, the whole mm-hmm. world's going to fucking know it. The, Amen. Whole, the whole world, Antonio Brown, wide receiver for the Bucks, who just walked <laughs> off the field, was fucking an OnlyFans girl. And the day he gets cut, she posts on social media that he lasted 30 seconds in bed with her. Jesus if Christ. you don't think that you are above getting blasted, Mm-hmm. that's how I weigh shit out. If mm-hmm. oh, I'm, I'm single, so I can do what the fuck I want to. If you blast me for lasting 30 seconds, you better compliment your ass because that's not a me thing. That's a you <laughs> thing. That's Congratulations, bitch. We just broke the world record of me coming. But, right. but if you don't know how to navigate that field, men are going to fail You because we don't – you don't know no better. There's guys, there's guys, and one of them fucked up with one of my friends. Mm -hmm. He had probably never, ever been put in a situation where women were groping on him just for no Mm -hmm. fucking reason. Mm -hmm. No no fucking reason. You're not special. You did a goddamn dance a couple times, you know? You you fucking dance. Yeah, you had you had good lighting that day. It was like everything yeah. was right. Right. Yeah, you you fucking posted a quality thirst trap, and the next thing you know, that happens. Mm-hmm. You have to avoid that shit. You have to be as a man avoid it because if you don't, there's a reason why of all the people that's got negative shit thrown at them on social media that are men. I don't get it. The reason why I don't get it is because I'll straight up tell you. Uh, I don't know if you're single, married, whatever you were, but if you and your girlfriends were at a bar. And, and mm-hmm. you're, you and your friends were single, and I'm single in this situation, I would tell you, I'd be mm-hmm. like, hey, look, we get drunk, I'll take you home. We'll have a good time. And if we don't, fuck it, we'll laugh. We'll have a good time tonight. Right. That's it. But I don't right. want a relationship. I'm not going to lead you on. You're right, because you're, you're going, honest about it. Yeah, you're going to know where I fucking stand. These guys be lying like a motherfucker. Like, I know, <laughs> they that, always get caught by people like right. me. Which is yeah. hilarious. Yeah, and it's like you know your dumb ass is gonna get caught. You're no. I keep saying this. I'm like, it's 2022. Yeah. And men are still out there running around with their pants down to their ankles, acting like we cannot find out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's women like me with platforms like I do that highlight men like that every week. And you and fucking them should. They get paid for it. And you <laughs> fucking should. Hey guys, I'm telling but you. How many TikToks have you relationships? Honestly, yeah. The ones that have developed from TikTok, and I and I wish more men and women would look at this. Go back and look at all these TikTok relationships that started from TikTok. You know, whether they left their regular people. How many of those are lasting today? There's like, two. There's two that I'm confident in. There's two that I'm confident in. Right. Kelsey and Curtis. Mm-hmm. 
Because I look, right. they, they've both been on the show and I think they're, they're fucking awesome. legit. I think they're fucking I legit. Them. She I, follows me. I love her. I really think that they are fucking legit. I think that they're every oh, they bit are, of what they you know say why? they are. Because of the thing that you said a while ago. Yeah. They're a hundred percent honest. Oh yeah. Like they're, they, they're a shit show. Like they're, they'll put out, their, not a shit show, but they yeah. put their shit out there. Yeah. Good, bad, and in between. You know, they, they even said like when they got married, yeah. it was for charity. They don't, they didn't have any desire to have, yeah. they were very open about it. And no matter yeah. how much People have come for them, but it is rare, but yeah. they're two individuals that are very strong-willed and very yeah. honest. 90% of these TikTok relationships, because they start off with a thirst trap, yeah. they're not real. Yeah. It's all make-believe. Yeah. And then the the other one, um, and I've talked to her about being on the show. We've had a little bit of conversation, but we haven't lined it up, is uh, the Demps girl. The Demps girl from Nashville. She follows me too. And let me just tell you, I, I will protect that girl. I actually no. made a video. I will protect her with every inch of my social media following. I, She's amazing. I have not spoke to her a lot. We've had one FaceTime and talked once or twice. I think she thinks I want to fuck her. Um, <laughs> look, well, here's the problem. Here's the problem with the shit that I post. And then when people... If you don't know who I am and you don't know my background, first off, mm -hmm. the show's name, we fucked up when we named the show Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. They don't realize that I named it for all the shit I got fired for talking about. So, like, people, oh, I love that. So, people think that when we come on the show, I want you to talk about politics, religion, and drinking. No, it's just mm -hmm. like I want to talk about you. That's why we've really, mm -hmm. like, if you see in the background with the studio and everything, now it says the Josh Terry podcast real big. We're going to have to phase out politics, religion, and whiskey because to me, people get it twisted about it. But uh, I feel like she's one of the women that we've reached out to and we've talked to, and she was very nice. She was very pleasant. Um, but it's probably like, I don't think I give off creepy vibes, but I'm obviously a no. single man. I don't hide that I'm a single man. Um, but I don't think I shared that with her either. But I respect the fact that if she thinks that I was just trying to get in her pants or something, that she's got a boyfriend now, then why she doesn't mm -hmm. want to do the show. But we've invited her and her boyfriend on the show. But I think they she, are. I think that she is, I think she's special. I love anybody that includes their kids on social media because I, I do. I will never do that. I don't blame people. I will that don't. never do it. I don't blame people. That I don't. guess because I have a 13 year old daughter. Yeah. yeah. And then I have, you know, I, he's going to be nine, a nine-year-old son, um, and 11-year-old son. And I have a four-year-old stepson, five-year-old. He'll, he'll get some out of me because he's step, uh, he's five yeah. now. And, um, my backup account and a bottle of wine too. Um, there's like a couple <laughs> of videos. Cause my, my, it's my, a great my, fucking my, name, by the way, I meant to tell you that. It's a, it's a great, thank name. you. Um, I'm also in the metaverse. Cause I'm like a big geek as well. And people are always like, are you really how old are you? like, yes, like Marvel and it. shit? No, like, uh, no, with like the, uh, da, 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 what's it called? Are you talking uh, about the Oculus. Facebook? This, oh, no. fuck you. I can't do it. I get no, motion sick. No, I am telling I you, get, it is so fun. No, I get motion sick. I've tried it. I can't do it. It oh makes me God. sick. It, it makes me sick. I'm sorry, but I think this is the coolest thing in the world, but that's me to hear. But I, I talk to people and I go by my in a bottle of wine name and they're always like, I, I guess, cause they're, you know younger than me and they yeah. always think oh, you're selling with teacher and like whatever but um no like it i i don't know if i could ever i i have like my my youngest biological son he's creepy as fuck and i love it he's morbid his you know his dad died when he was four and he's got a weird fucking sense of humor like i'm talking the weirdest he dressed up for halloween like a morbid ass scarecrow 
And his thought process was, hey, mom, I'm going to ask to go to the bathroom during class during Halloween because they got dressed up. Um, and I'm going to just stand in the hallway with my arms out open. I'm just going to stand there. And this fucking mask is creepy as shit. And I'm like, son, if I get a phone call from your school to come pick you up because you're fucking freaking out people. He was like, so be it. And I was like, bro. Your fucking kids. I love your kid. I, oh, that's fucking he's awesome. the most mean. Like, he's not mean. He's honest. He is the most brutally honest I like I do TikToks about him, but I don't really show his. But he's he's fucked up. He's fucked up, and he owns it. And he's <laughs> and he's he's the he's the devil's best friend. And I fucking love that child. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care about anybody's feelings. He will tell in God rest his dad's soul. But that that part of him is ingrained in his child. And um, but I don't. I am so afraid of what I don't know about the internet that I don't know if I could ever show my, even like, I think it freaks me out more about my daughter. Yeah. It's just, cause she's 13. You got, and two, it's like, you got two choices uh, with that. Luckily, luckily my child, uh, I say it all the time. If y'all think that I'm good at this shit, by the time Gracie is 18 years old, she's worth a million dollars. She's just got her mother and me both have asshole type a personalities. Like we are the mm -hmm. loudest people in the room uh we're both very tender-hearted but we're both mm -hmm. don't fuck with this please like we don't we don't mm -hmm. want, we don't want to and gracie i'm just is, like that gracie is the epitome of that mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i share her on a lot of stuff that i do and i we've never got anybody say anything weird uh i would mm -hmm. block them i wouldn't cuss them out because they're probably a child or just a fucking miserable person uh mm -hmm. you either can put your kids on there and let them embrace it or you need to completely like you're doing, not have them any way type associated with it. Well, um, I'm 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 that weird mom that doesn't let her daughter have Instagram, Facebook. That's good. Time. I'm just that's good. At, at some point, I know like you have to let go. Yeah. But I guess because I do this, and my kids think I'm the coolest person. They 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 think that they love to ask how many followers you have this week. And then I, my my youngest son likes to give me shit when I lose followers. He's like, Gracie oh, thinks I'm find a you bitch. boring, huh, mom? Gracie thinks I'm a bitch. And that's what she says. She's like, nobody fucking likes you. Nobody cares. Well, especially when I find out stuff, because I'm better than the FBI, like I, I, accounts that try to stay hidden. I find out who they are. I'm just like, people just don't understand like the realm of what I do. I'll never dox anybody. I, I know there's people in the, on that platform that, that do that. And that's fine. But I, I'm not that way. I'll just sit there and show you. I'll flex and be like, all right, Kenneth, good job. But that's not going to work for me. <laughs> you know? Especially that's how me and Dempsey became friends is because someone went after her and then I uh, handled that on the quick, you know, because <clears throat> I believe if you're going to um, hide behind a troll account with your keyboard warrior fingers, then keyboard cool. gangsters, keyboard gangsters, right. fucking losers. be cool when I show the world your real picture. Like, yeah. I don't need to say where you work and where you live. We're just going to we're just going to show the world who's behind that and yeah. then you can handle it however you fit, which. Like that girl Drew, have you seen her on TikTok? Like she uh, hands men their assholes on a silver platter. Like if is I she, is she a like child, is she like Filipino or she's uh, middle? I think not, so. She's, no, she's, I think she's, she's darker skin tone though, right? Right. I think like Hawaiian or Hawaiian. I don't really Hawaii. Know. Yeah. No. Somebody right. just showed me her like in the past I two or three days. Love the shit out of that woman. Yeah. Yeah. Like, somebody just and, showed and me. And she her. goes after misogynistic men. Like she doesn't just go after all men. 
Yeah. She goes, that laugh, I hear it in my sleep. Like I have never, but I, I want to know what witchcraft she has because if I talk about some man's hairline, I am banned in five minutes. Yeah. She does it, and she's got four point five million followers. Like I'm like, it's not fair. Well, under understand when it comes to that. Once you piss off a certain group, mm-hmm. that is the group that is reporting you. That is the group that's banning. Oh, yes, but also. I don't know if you know this tidbit. It's one that uh, it is one that someone here recently had to tell me for TikTok. Uh, if you will email them directly, and it's mm-hmm. it's info at TikTok.com, I think. If you will message them, they can reset your account. They can reset oh. it, they can reset it, and you say, because uh it's on all social media platforms, it's just you have to read. Like, you have to read the guidelines. You have to read the other mm-hmm. stuff. Well, the way that you get in trouble for bullying harassment is the same way that these other people would. But you have mm-hmm. to reach out and say, hey, there are certain people. Have you ever uh, – have you appealed videos and got them back? Yeah, oh, all the time. Okay, I so, would say, like, 70% to 80% always come back. See, mine's the same way. And if that's – that, what they'll do is they'll determine if you email them and tell them to please look at your account that you're – it's a business account because mine is, and mm-hmm. it's where, you know, you're worried about your account getting deleted. Oh, yeah. Cause I, I got, I got, I got warned. Yeah. <laughs> if, if your account, if you're in bad standing with them and you know, it's just because you're getting harassed, mm-hmm. email them and say, Hey, look, this is the deal. This is my account. This is all of this. Um, I just, I've made people mad, but you've always given me my videos back. You've mm-hmm. always done this. Oh, they'll reset your fucking account. It's the people who it's the people who don't go to that extra step because what you're doing is you're literally fighting the stupid fucks on here. You're fighting the people that you've mm-hmm. made mad. That's why mm-hmm. instead of arguing with them, you block their ass and you move on. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's the simplest thing to do. Uh, I have a I have a different viewpoint on that. You, well, it, look, I dance with them. Like, I literally dance with the devil. I don't I don't blame anybody for wanting to dance with them. But understand you're fighting losing battle because oh, 100%. you're not going to go constantly report their videos. You're not going to go constantly try to fucking mess up their lives or oh, no. mess, up, mess up your accounts. Those people have nothing else better to do than fuck TikTok with TikTok makes it way too easy. Way oh, too oh, easy for bullying. Like, well... It, it doesn't help the creator. Like they're all yeah. about the creators, but it, they make it so well, easy to where the, the creator ends up being the one on the shit in the stick. Yeah. Well, and it's one, not right. Well, one of my buddies is, uh, his name's Adam, but I don't know if you know him as ginger Billy. Um, mm-hmm. ginger Billy has a fucking huge account on everything. He's been seen like a billion times on YouTube. Um, he's, he's fucking huge on social media. And he told me when he was on the show, he was like, look, Go read the guidelines on whatever you're setting up. You have to play by their rules. If you don't play by their rules, then it's like you walking into somebody's house, pissing on their floor, and then getting mad that they kicked you out of the fucking house. And he's right. You, But their rules are so vague. They are. So vague. They are. They are. But one thing is I found out, if you do it somebody's video and you're not praising them, just don't fucking do it their video. Right. 100%. You're going to get in trouble for bullying and harassment. Um, and I have to argue, Bree, I love you, bitch. I love you to the 
depths of my core, you, Rachel, flawless, Anthony, uh, anybody else I've had on as conservative. I flawless. I do too. That bitch is badass. But <laughs> I love her. You cannot fucking talk about being a conservative on TikTok, and it's a Chinese fucking app. God damn. <laughs> I know it blew up when it blew up, but you can't fucking do it. Y'all are better than that. You're fucking, you're funnier. You're more entertaining. Do it some goddamn where else. That you, you can't fucking do it. That would be like me going to Newsmax and being like, you know what we're gonna talk about today? We're gonna talk about being gay and how great gay is all day. And we're gonna talk about how much we love Biden and all that. You you have to know what playground you're going to. You have right, to know what game. Yeah, you have to. If you don't, like, I can't stand it when these people get mad. Like, oh, they banned my account. What'd you post? Oh, I said I love Trump. Why the fuck did you think you get banned? They support the alphabet community, and the alphabet community hates Trump. And they should. Nah, not all. The majority, seventy to eighty percent, though. Yeah, I mean, and, I would. Well, I guess because I'm on, and I love this, and I think this is how my parents raised me. Yeah, my parents didn't raise me in a house that told me to be a Republican or a Democrat. They just didn't. Um, I, I, for the life of me, I couldn't even tell you until I was older what my parents voted for. Um, and, and then my dad's parents grew up, they, they picked cotton. Like they, they were dirt, dirt poor. Like I'm talking like dirt on the floor is poor. Um, and you know, my, my grandfather was a Democrat, you know, it's, it's, it's some, you know, I grew up, I grew up thinking that Jimmy Carter and Bill Clinton were the best presidents ever. I did too. Yeah. I mean, and to this day, Bill Clinton's the first black president we ever had. I love it. <laughs> but I think I've been so, and that goes back to like, I don't believe in echo chambers. I will listen instead of arguing people. I think that, I think where a lot of people go wrong and I'm, and I'm not saying conservative TikTok and I'm not saying, you know, liberal TikTok, I'm saying both sides when you are just, you know, you really want to get your message across and you have that, you, you can't expect to be heard when you don't hear the other side. Absolutely. You know, you can't sit there and say there's no race up in, racism in America. Well, just because you've never dealt with racism in America doesn't mean racism doesn't exist. And instead of seeing it like that, you're, you're, you're shooting down people that are like, no, this is my viewpoint. This is my perspective. But yet you want to be known as the person that, oh, listen to my perspective. You're never going to, but no one's ever going to listen to either side until they stop talking. Well, like, it was like I told you a little bit ago. Our country was not set up for it to be right and left, Democrat mm -hmm. and Republican. It was set up for us to be middle of the aisle and compromise. Mm -hmm. You, We have to all understand that what we want out of life, the pursuit of happiness is one of the things that is in the whatever it is, the fucking constitution. I don't, I don't know all the fucking things when I've been drinking, <laughs> but one of the things is we are allowed the pursuit of happiness. Correct. We came here because we wanted to be free, mm -hmm. but we all have to make the playground equal for everybody. As mm -hmm. long as you don't tell me that I have to live a different way, then I should have enough balls about me not to tell you to live a different way. I should allow you to be happy the same way that I should be allowed to be happy. As long as those lines don't cross over and mm -hmm. it interfere with your way of life. Uh, 100%. What we're getting now is, is sad. It's sad to where there's other people thinking that their opinion, 
their opinion is the highest one is more important than somebody else's opinion. And that mm-hmm. is where now I do commend. I was picking on Bree and Rachel and flawless <laughs> and all them all ago. I commend them the way that I commend the other side, that if you're passionate mm-hmm. about what you believe in, speak the fucking up, speak up about it, but still understand at the end of the day, it is an opinion. Like mm-hmm. it is an opinion. And if you don't respect that other side, I've had to tell some of these people uh, there has, there was a video posted and it was a guy who was trans or whatever the fuck he was. I don't know. I like the transformers. They're some of my favorite videos to watch on TikTok. <laughs> I know. Right. You see, see, I sound like a bigot, but then I say, I love them. So it works out real, real good for me. Uh, I love people that are their authentic versions of themselves. That mm-hmm. is why the alphabet folks, they like me. Because I don't give a fuck what they do. I've said it. I said it on the show I just did before this one. I said, if I wanted to suck dick, I'd suck dick. And that sounds, right. that, that sounds crude. It does. It sounds crude. Not really. If it, but, that was your choice, that would be your choice. Yeah, exactly. I want them to be happy. I don't think that my happiness outweighs their happiness. I, I, but I, I also don't think that people sitting there saying, oh, how God feels and using that as a reason someone yeah, should be happy is don't the most like that. stupid that is why I don't excuse believe, in the world. That is why I don't believe in organized religion anymore. I believe that it's your own personal relationship with God, and that's how it needs to be. Like anything, but no one made us God to say that someone yeah. shouldn't be a certain way or be happy. What does it matter? Like well, it doesn't bother me if no. someone decides to be Jessica when they were Jim. I don't, yeah, give I don't a care shit. if that makes you either. happy. Exactly. Be happy. Well, this is you know, th- like I don't get why people get so pissy. This is what I say about that. There's too many people to think they're a judge and don't realize they're just a jury. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's what we are. We are the jury. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we still don't get this, the final fucking say so. No, we don't. And no one actually yeah. knows what the final say is going to be. No. So at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? You believe what you want to believe. And that's fine. I don't want anyone to ever feel like they should change their belief system. No. But at the same time, if you believe that you are one, again, like I said earlier, 100% right, 100% of the time, you are out of your mind. You know, like, the la- you know the last person that's famous for thinking that they were right 100% of the time? Hmm. His name was Adolf Hitler. Oh, no, I'm serious. And look how that, <laughs> it's the f- truth. And look how that worked out for him. He's the worst I just part- can't handle these conspiracies about like, I, I listen. I I've down I've jumped down some rabbit holes about what conspiracy. Like, don't you believe? Because I love conspiracies. I, I the the one that has gotten me is it's the Trump's really in control and oh, Biden's no, really not the president. Oh no, absolutely. And no. like stu- at, those like, people are like stupid. The correlation between JFK and Abraham Lincoln and like how like the next one is going to be the correlation of the two. I don't really. I'm like, hey, look, I'll go and I'll go ahead and tell you. I was uh I got lost in the the QAnon stuff. But I did too. I got, like, I got when the pandemic happened. I was like, I've got to read this. this okay. Is crazy. The second, the second I knew it was complete bullshit. The second mm-hmm. I knew it was complete bullshit is was inauguration day when Biden took power. Everything that they said went out the window because once the previous leader does not have control of the military anymore, nothing could happen. I thought up to the day of Biden taking power, I thought some cool shit was going to happen. But the second that you do not have control of the military, it's over with. I mean, there was was nothing they could do. My husband and I, one night, like I, 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 I'm not kidding you. It was like three in the morning and I am still on, what was that app? Telegram. And I am reading. And like when, what was his name? His, was it secretary of state 
when he it was Mike, Mike Flynn. Was it Mike Pompeo? Mike, yeah. Mike he Flynn. was like they were like all counting and like he was. I was too. I was. It, too. It, it was. I think he did it on purpose. And I'm like, oh my god, this has to be real. Like he's really counting down. Like I. I was a crazy person, like a, a, a certifiable straight jacket. Well, I'm not, I'm not, and I don't even believe it. You just got, I got sucked in like a vortex. I did too. I did too. I, and not I, that I wanted anything to happen because I've said I this really before, did. like some kind of crazy shit like that happens. American democracy is out the fucking window. You're a fucking smart woman. Look, I like it's the you. Truth. It would be the I, worst thing to happen. I, I, thank you. The worst I, thing to happen. The re, And like, this is where you knew it would have been the worst thing to happen is when you had veterans. You had people that actually served this country who said the last fucking thing you want is for Trump to pop up and be like, hey, guess what? I'm still here, motherfuckers. No, you didn't want that to happen because it would have no. been a civil war. And people are all like, Let's be real. I don't know what your political beliefs was. I don't care. Mine would put me on the side to where, hey, let's own firearms. You know, you're not mm -hmm. taking my guns. Mm -hmm. I'm on the winning side just for the simple fact that the other side is like, you know, we don't want to own guns. We want to own flowers and we want to own dildos and stuff like that. And that means, is not what they want to own. They, Sarah, listen, if you ever sat down and really thought about it, they do want they want to own because there are a lot of liberal people that I know that are gun tote. They like, do, and I mean they, they do. do. But there's some people that like they they like tasers, and there's other not. They don't want flowers. They just want different methods of it was a, protection. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no, you're flowers. right. You're, you're right. You're right. It's a. They just don't want so much of a of of a life ending type of thing. And that's fine. That's fine. But when you get into a war, guess what? I'll take my guns over your pepper spray. I, and listen, I'm with you. I, I, I hear uh, it. You know, I, I think that at the end of the day, we, you know, we are a society that when you getting, you're, you're treading a very big line when you're taking in, in taking away people's fundamental rights, I think. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, ignoring other fundamental rights, like, you know, like I think, and I, I will never get into this topic, but like abortions <laughs> and things like that, like, you, you, oh boy! You'd I don't be like surprised. people who talk. You'd be surprised. My, here's my thing with it, and you don't have to comment on it. Yeah, and you would not canceled already. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. Hey, look, my sponsors know what we talk about on this show. I can't get canceled. Uh, here's my thing with abortion. Unless I have you pregnant, it's none of my goddamn business. That is that's the okay. Well, I'll, I'll say it. Like I was like hoping it's really not my place. It's, it's not really, my business. That's between you. And yourself. That's right. You know, I, I, I think that at the end of the day, there's too many variables of a reason. And who are we to say, I will never, I, I just don't feel like it's my place. I just it's, don't. And right. I don't believe, and I'm a mother and I just don't believe it's my place to say, it's just not like yeah. what I choose to do. And for my privacy and for what, I, for whatever reason, whether yeah. I want to lay on my back every day or whatever, it doesn't matter. I think sitting there and putting people in a box about what that means is so dangerous. Yeah. It's that, so dangerous. That word is such a trigger word with people. Abortion. Oh, I don't even. And that's why, but I fuck with people about it. I fuck with people about it just for the simple fact that, you know what? I have enough respect for you as a woman that if you decide mm -hmm. to make that decision. And like I said, I have nothing. My involvement is none in it. Zero to none. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to tell you that decision that you're supposed to make? 
This is where a lot of people fuck up with religion and everything else, whether it's even just mm-hmm. being an American. It's, it's how you live your life is what matters. It's not how you mm-hmm. tell your neighbor to live their life. Mm-hmm. And once people understand that, you know, even though I called you the nosy neighbor when we first started this. <laughs> yes. To, to bring this all Love the way it. back around. Uh, you're not sticking your nose into a situation where it's a life-changing situation for somebody. Right. You know, you're not telling someone how to live. You're putting mm-hmm. out the information that you have gathered and you gathered very well. And it is where people just don't understand. The best thing that we can do sometimes is, you know what? That person might make a fuck up decision in your mind, but what if that's the decision that saves their life? Exactly. Yeah. You can't until you walk a mile in their shoes, you can't make you a no- fucking decision for them. No. No. Yeah. And, and I think people base their experiences around where they live and yeah. that's not the rest of the world. And oh, we, if yeah. the day that we figure that out, we'll be much happier place. I know that, you know, the South, the one, the one stereotype I will, I will go and die on a hill on the one thing that makes my like blood boil. The one stereotype about white people is that we don't season our food and that's some bullshit. Because let me just tell you, my shit's that hot. Cajun people. Oh, like, y'all don't fucking count. No, no, you no, calm yes, your, you calm your Louisiana ass down because uh-uh. you're Find right. Anywhere bear that has better you're, food. No, I'm y'all don't. No, you fucking don't. Because uh-huh. I season everything I have with slap your mama and then Tony's. See, Every, that's where you fucked up already. Because I could send you a different seasoning uh, that would change your life. Send it to me. I'll give you. My, I'll I will. Send you, I'll send you some shirts from the studio. Deal. Uh, I, I joke about it all the fucking time. Louisiana people are the only white people that know how to cook. It's the truth. Like, it's and the- I, but it, it makes me, I'm like, when I hear people say it, I'm like, can we change that please? Because yeah. there are white people who know how to cook, yeah. you know, like we could like, we put our foot in it. You know what yeah. I mean? No. And that's what, God damn. I have, I have been around this young lady who I call her wonder bread. She's an uppity <laughs> ass white girl that, that she hangs around a good bit. And she cooks uh-huh. sometimes around us. And this girl does salt and pepper. That's all she does. She cooks, <laughs> the, food. She cooks the food perfectly. Like, it's always the right temperature, everything. But it ain't mm-hmm. got no bite to it. I want to be fucking sweating every time yep. I bite into something. And unless yep. you're from Louisiana or Texas mm-hmm. or, you know, just the hood. Mississippi. Yeah, I grew up around hood folk. And I'm telling you, that's my shit. I love sweating while eating because you actually get some. And we also there. know how to make mac and cheese. Can I change that? I would just, oh, I just baby, need someone God, you, to ooh. change. And I guess it's just because I was raised around the right people. But Jason, if I'm I could go- change one thing. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. That would be it. If you wouldn't have dropped the fact that you was married a while ago, all you white <laughs> women listening to this show right now, or or whatever ethnicity, eth, well, I can't say that word now because I didn't drink a little bit. It's too much whiskey. It's too much whiskey. Uh, <laughs> a lot of things, including my mouth, don't work when I've drank too much whiskey. But <laughs> y'all know I don't dislike white women. But if this white woman right here was single in the way she just talked about macaroni and cheese and seasoning food. I don't care if you got a tight body. I don't care what you got. <laughs> you cook like that. I'm going to end up spending the night. Just, just the night. Just the night. Not the I, weekend. Just the night. I don't know. You make that good ass mac and cheese. I might say a couple <laughs> days. Uh, but my, my godparents owned a restaurant. So like I learned oh, how to cook early it. on. My husband's the cook though. Like I don't, absolutely, he does it absolutely. way better than me. We, uh, 
we are going on um we like last year we did like four road trips for the show new orleans mm-hmm. and louisiana i always stop i love fucking i love going to so louisiana. hey so wait stop right there yeah i want people to stop going to new orleans and not 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 forever not yeah. forever but stop thinking that new orleans is where it is i'm not t- south louisiana you're i'm not even talking about baton rouge i'm talking about lafayette yeah. Yeah. you're smaller like true cajun towns like lafayette god i could name them all yeah. you go there to eat i swear on everything that's good you will move there okay i'll tell you, you have what, never is- eaten true louisiana southern cajun food until you visited lafayette and those surrounding areas all right so this is guaranteed what, this is what we're gonna do 100 percent, right now mm-hmm. when we go on our road trip from georgia to texas we're stopping in louisiana that'll be the first night that we stop you and your family are going to take us to somewhere Deal. you pick or you cook for us. And we'll do a show live Deal. that night with you guys before we go to Texas. And I'll stay somewhere in Louisiana. You show me a restaurant that I miss. We won't even go to the, we won't even go to the Gulf. We'll go wherever Deal. you tell me to go. 100% deal. And I promise you there is like, I, there's this restaurant that I take and, and it's, it's like you have, like gotta go, but, like it'll change your life. Like Boudin, like everybody tries Boudin. Oh, I'm like, I love okay, fucking Boudin. Oh wait, there's this place now. There's Ugh. different variations of Boudin balls all over Louisiana. I hate I Boudin balls though. I don't oh, like it fried. This I don't like them fried. Make... Wait, just hear me out when I tell you, life changing. There's just there's something about in that area. You just I'm telling you, you'll just buy a house and just move there forever. Well, you won't I... need you won't you you won't need anybody else. You'll I'm just be. Di- I'm this close. Food. I'm this close to moving to Texas anyway. So Louisiana, <laughs> I I found out two things in my life. Love multiple things from going over that way in the past year. Is I love the women from Texas and Louisiana. I mm-hmm. it, it's not just that y'all are you know more attractive than the rest of the country. It's not that. It's just y'all are different. Y'all are like a mm-hmm. different fucking breed of people. Like I just mm-hmm. Texas. In Louisiana, I have the nicest people I've ever met. Yeah, they're, they're I, no, I, I, I 100% they're do that. nothing like they're nothing like the people in Georgia where I'm from or Alabama or Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Like they're just I don't know what it is about y'all. Like you're just fucking nice. And I know, well, see, that, like whenever you said I'll find a place to stay, like a yeah. hotel, I was like, well, no, I probably could come up with like ten people that would like take. Yeah, it. like see, that's see, just how we are, and that's mm-hmm. how everybody we have met from over that way is. And uh, I get on people's ass all the time thinking that the South is the most racist place in the world. I don't think it is. I think the South grew up differently to where we respect people that are different than us more. But it seems like the closer you get to Texas, the less there is any racism. Like there's, Mm -hmm. and there's less hate. Like there's this people, everybody is, they're so accustomed to being together and being happy Mm -hmm. And just loving each other. Like I think your area of the world is uh, this country is the most beautiful one. I I, I tell people all the time. I've never I, I've seen it more now that I'm on social media about racism. I've seen a lot of it, but to tell you the truth, like growing up and the people I've been around, I guess I grew up around such an eclectic group of people that truly and and this is no bullshit. Like we really respected the shit out of each yeah, other that's the same way and we respected where we came from, but there's a guy on Facebook and I'll have to send this to you. It's a video. Yeah. Um, he's a black guy. He's hilarious. And he went to Lafayette and he literally says the same thing. He's like, yeah. 
you know, I've never met people that will open their house. They don't even know me yeah. and will let me come stay the night. He's like, and, and, and he talked about the food, but um, it, it's true. Like, I don't, I, I'm, I don't say it doesn't exist in Louisiana. It worked very much. There's, there's still human people here, but for the majority of the part, in my opinion, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not speaking for everybody, but um, I have never been in such a, in a position where um, I have never been so accepting and been around so many different types of people that just accepted each other. Yeah. And I think that's, what's helped me grow as a person is that I guess I grow around people and I'm still my friends, my core group of friends and people that are around me are all different. We all believe different things. We all believe, but we all genuinely care about each other and we respect the shit out of each other. We can, we can agree to disagree and it's not going to end our lives. You know, I think the only thing that really, um, hurts people in the end is being closed-minded and I'm just, I'm, I hope I will never be that way. Just, I I never want to be that person. No, I, I'm a pretty good judge of character, and I'm telling you, like you, uh, you are somebody that I want on my show at least once a month, if not more. Deal. When you when I you have a topic, well, I saw that you had started a podcast. We're gonna work on that. We're gonna make sure. That, yeah, I've only got yeah, like two. Okay, yeah, it's, we're gonna. It's hard. It, it's, it's hard. I did you do them by yourself? Yes. Okay. Now, nah, well, no, not, I did them like I had my husband and my friends. Yeah, we're. Um, but it's just hard. Like editing's hard. It's hard. Don't edit. Don't edit. Oh, Everything. I just say that, um a lot. It's okay. I mean, they teach you not to <laughs> do that in radio. That is a very hard thing to break, but it's also a defense mechanism. It's a, it's like a crutch. When you are going from one thought to the next, um and 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 but are mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm so southern, and it's but, crazy. But but. Uh, Kim, you just fucking killed it. Like this was uh, thank you. This was great, and I look forward to having you on. Uh, drop your social media links one more time, real fast, so people can go stalk you and uh, become a fan <laughs> as well. Um, it is uh, on TikTok. I am and a bottle of wine, or and a bottle of wine too. On Instagram, it's and a bottle of wine official, spelled with one I, but. All the links to all my socials are on my TikTok account, and you can follow me there. Folks, she's got my stamp of approval. And, Kim, like I said, thanks for coming on. And, folks, thank each and every one of y'all for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. We will catch y'all next time.